Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So you pretty much flow with the gold. Fight, let's fight right now. I guarantee you, man, you wake up on the ditch. Let's do it. Thank you, Hickson. Okay, we've been doing a lot of AFL content with the season about to start, so we've got a little special for our Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and mixed martial arts fans as we go balls deep with new Perkins Jiu Jitsu black belt Liam McRae. We also have another gambling podcast currently being edited, so a few different things in the works, but without further ado, Balls deep with Liam McRae. All right, so we thought we'd have to sit down with another black belt, the, the youngest black belt we've ever had on the show. How are we doing, Liam? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Um, all good. All good. All good. Um, so we'll start right from the top then. How, how did it feel with the black belt? You, you were expecting it or feeling it to come along? Uh, no, not really, to be honest. Because um, you've got to say that, don't you? you got to say uh, that. 100%. You You're never ready. And uh, look, to be honest, that probably is true. Uh, yeah, massive surprise and... I guess just like when you get any other belt, you've got that expectation uh, on yourself to just keep getting better and am I really ready and you're always doubting yourself on all those things. So no, I was really surprised, really shocked and yeah, I just want to keep You keep say that, but, but it's not like any other belt, is it? Because I mean, anybody walking down the street who knows nothing about martial arts mm. knows what a black belt means. Well, yeah. it's a great responsibility too. I mean, you no. Know, some people can't handle that responsibility. Like Michael Hutchins, the black belt, did him in. <laughs> I still remember, like ages ago, when we lived in Adelaide, you could just you could count the amount of black belts in Australia on two hands, more or less. Yeah. Like, oh. and everyone knew who they were. That was probably early two, th- like two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, I think yeah. there was years ago. maybe yeah. four that I can remember. It. Yeah, but it was very well known of who the black belts were. Then all of a sudden, with the explosion of. Um, well, BJJ here. Yeah, now they're giving so, everyone a black belt. So you say all of a sudden, 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the internet, the internet. Yeah. eBay, eBay. <laughs> Cheap deal. Online Academy. <laughs> but you must have been absolutely psyched, surely. Oh, yeah. Look, I was really pumped, and it was great to get some recognition of all the years and, and stuff you put in. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, you know, because everyone, like you say, they all recognize a black yeah. belt. That's as high as it gets. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so I felt like a lot of pressure to you know live up to it and you know it's like a big uh a big step forward and you just want to be able to live up to the to the, the reputation that a black belt the has mystique so. behind the mystique behind <laughs> <laughs> how long so, did it take how many years from uh, beginning to now it was about nine almost ten yeah uh but in the beginning to be honest the first like six months i was only training once a week i was yeah, I'm a nerd. Basically, I spent all my time at university, so, yeah. and uh, B- jujitsu is full of nerds and weirdos. Yeah, I think it's really good. well. That's probably yeah. why I click yeah. with it. You yeah. just have to look at uh, all the kit you can get, and everything's got bloody dragons or hobbits or Star Wars or yeah. something superhero on it. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. Which yeah. is awesome. I love it. It has that problem solving element to it, which I think mm. is appealing for people with that sort of um, interest mindset. You know, mindset yeah. yeah. Well, the human chess element that doesn't involve punching people in the face. Well, mostly, unless you feel like it. 
<laughs> yeah, and also, you know, you can beat up the meatheads that give you shit at schools. So. Yeah. so was it at uni where you got interested in jitsu? Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I had this friend of mine, uh, Stuart, and we like thought oh, we should, you know, get into some kind of martial art because we'd been watching Pride at the time. Yep. Uh, I wasn't even <laughs> aware of the USC. Uh, and then I started, you know, looking around. Oh, my gosh, these guys are rolling around. I should definitely get into something like that. And, yeah, you know, we took a couple of classes and... Haven't looked back, really. So that so. would have been post-Hicks on Pride. Yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't super Sakuraba. early days. Yeah, it was Sakuraba and... Uh, and BJ Penn in there fighting Machida. Was it in Pride? A little bit. Yeah, it was. A little oh, bit yeah. later, I think. Yeah. But yeah, Sakuraba and Cam... Oh, Cam Newton? Yeah. No, it's not oh, Cam, no, Cam Newton. He's, he's the fucking... Carlos Newton? Carlos yeah, Newton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, awesome fight. That fight... I don't know how many times I saw that. Just having to replay. What the fuck happened there? Bang. Yeah, I had bang, no idea. Bang, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So start so straight to jiu-jitsu, no... Oh, look, I tossed else. up judo, but I was like... Uh, boom Really? Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Zing. Uh, yeah, look, what, what I'd uh, thought was, uh, where's the closest place? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, which happened to be... That is, uh, that is such a BJJ attitude. Uh, it happened to be a, a, an old scout hall in Mitcham. It was a ground zero, which is where Dion yep. was at and Brian and a bunch of other guys, Petey and stuff. And uh, yeah, I went there and it was pretty nasty, like conditions really. It was just like those really nasty the puzzle mats. Authentic. And, yeah, that was authentic. Best. And uh, there was like this tap that you'd put on. And I, called it, I called it mineral water because you could taste <laughs> all this heavy metal water coming out of it. Anyway, it was a good place to train and, and the head coach there was Rob, Rob Williams at the time. And uh, yeah, look, it was a good place to start and it was a good, good core group of people that have actually come... Um, like a long way so there's Dion that's a black belt yep. Brian that's Brian. a black belt Petey that's a black belt uh, there's another guy Crazy John I don't know whether you guys know Crazy John he's crazy I want to meet him uh, I, had his, I had his phone <laughs> <laughs> Crazy John yeah you've seen him he sells mobiles um, he used to yeah that's right uh, yeah so there's a, there's a bunch of people that made it and uh, yeah so it was a good core group of people that. it's, it's funny because you say Brian I think everyone in the Jiu Jitsu in Melbourne knows who Brian is but only, I've only ever known Brian as a black belt yeah hmm, right yeah so. When I first met him, he was a, he was a purple belt, and right. he had like this long hair, and I called him like a like a Jesus character because I'd never seen someone with such a high belt before. So at the time I started, there was there was Rob who was a brown belt, but he never rolled with anyone. But but basically Brian did roll, right? So I was like, oh my god, I get to roll with a purple belt. Yeah. This is yeah. like some godlike figure with the long Jesus hair and a bit of a beard. And of course, he just tooled everyone. But it was great. It was great. I mean, to... The very first place I started in oh, in about 2000 was run by a purple belt. Mm. And then the other place I went to was a Hapkido black belt who was yeah. a white belt in jiu-jitsu. And yeah. the jiu-jitsu classes were all white belts. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like you're saying, there just weren't that many high belts around. Now, any fucker, eh? That's oh. right. Look, they just hand them out like candy. <laughs> where, where we started, Brent, it was in the, the back of an old converted garage. Yeah. The front car park had a broken down car there for about six months that was yeah. being pulled to pieces by the next door garage. Yeah. And it was taught by a blue belt, Sean. Amazing guy. And I remember some nights where he'd just have you know open training and just roll until you felt like going home. Yeah. And it'd be midnight and you're just leg, feet dragging off the mats. Yeah. I remember... Uh, Dion was there as a white belt and uh, just going for hours and then they go out and get smashed and go to Cafe de Villiers. Yeah. Um, 
was in Thurman, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Th- those boys, they love to party. Yeah, but I just love the old school dojos where it was literally uh, a garage. You still mm-hmm. had, you still smell the oil on the, on the cement underneath the mats. <laughs> and um, it just had some faded painted Brazilian flag out the front yeah. on this old sign. And that was it. There was no signage yeah. or anything like that. You just knew that was the place that you go. Occasionally, they'd open up the, the big garage doors, let the mats air out. Yeah. I, I don't know how people didn't get staff more often, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I had staff once. It's not good. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. I've so, had ringworm, but that's it. Yeah, I know. We, we talk about the old school times. What, what other changes have you noticed since you started compared to where it is now? What, like in terms of like technique or just overall jiu-jitsu? I think it look it's more accessible. There's a lot more places to go, which is like really nice. good. Yeah. Um, you can go online, um, and the internet's changed jiu-jitsu. Like uh, all the the videos you can go and watch and whatever else. Um, but I think also the techniques. A lot of people say, "Oh, there's nothing new under the sun," which is true to an extent. But I think jiu-jitsu has like it's jiu-jitsu's changed. You know, there's a lot more emphasis on like standing passing. Like when I started the standing passing, yeah. what is that? You got to pass <laughs> on your knees. Yeah. You, you get on those knees. That sounds really bad, but you get on those knees. <laughs> you pass. <laughs> but, but now it's, uh, yeah, there's so many different uh, techniques and, and everything. So I think jiu-jitsu's, uh, with more people doing it, there's way more techniques out there. And I think it's really good. You're right. Like the, like the internet with the extra techniques you can see through YouTube yeah. and stuff like that. I remember um, Penn Gillette talking about juggling. And he said juggling's come along leaps and bounds in the last six years just because of the internet. Mm. It's not yeah. because people are you know, um, inventing these new tricks. It's just that they can see it's possible because somebody yeah. else is doing it. Yeah, well, when I started, there was only one way to get a new technique yeah. and that was to have the coach like show yeah. it to you. Yeah. Well, but now, like... And then DVDs. Yeah, well, DVDs then, changed things as well. It would have yeah. been pretty much gear only back then too, wouldn't it? it well, <clears throat> at my club, it was gear only, yeah. So mm. With Nogi, you've had a lot more wrestlers come in and uh, you get a lot more crossover between wrestling and BJJ. 100%, yeah. I think it's become a lot more popular too, Nogi. Hmm. Um, and I think schools are a little more open to allowing no gi. Like yeah. when it yeah. started, it was a lot more traditional. Like you got to put the gi on. Yeah. Uh, but now there's no gi classes. There's no gi schools that only yeah. do no gi. Yeah. So I, I, think say, that's, I, yeah. I was just and trying to think. I can't think of any gi only schools. I mean, there every would be gi school does no gi, but yeah. there are no gi only schools. Yeah, you're right. That's I, right. Who doesn't want to get dressed up in lycra? You know, head to toe. Well, look, people could only do it on bicycle. Now you can do it on a mountain. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. and and there's well less risk of getting your testes ripped off, and I've got a reason to wear my yoga pants now too. <laughs> your yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Lululemon make them for men. But. So you said you started off slow. You only did you know one once a week and a sort yeah. of um, just because you're watching Pride. So what was there a turning point where you're like, okay, I, I want to do this more. Um, yeah, look, it happened pretty quickly, like after this, like maybe like six months or something of just only doing the, the one day a week. Um, I upped it to two days a week, (laughs) which was a lot. Double the effort. Uh, in fact, I think there were only, I think, I think the class was only, uh, sorry, the school was only open three days a week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing it a maximum effort almost there. (laughs) For a uni student. Yeah. So, uh, and then. Look, uh, the, I won't go through the, I the whole history. I was sober two days a week at uni. That's, yeah, look, <laughs> when I say I studied a lot, I didn't really study that much. I could have studied more. Uh, there was a lot of time on the on the computer playing games. <laughs> but uh, look, so yeah, I, I upped it to two days a week. And then the school went through some changes. It, it moved around, coaches left, things yep, like that. Yep. And then I, I wound up with Dion. Uh, you know, he, was, he left and then we joined back up again. And yeah, so uh, I was 
training just under Brian for a period. But all through that time, after that, you know, after that initial six months where I was only doing one class, there afterwards it was like you know two or three times a week minimum, um, sometimes more. Like as I as I just got sucked deeper into the yeah. whole of jujitsu. Yeah, and it was you just got sucked deeper. Into yeah, it. I just got sucked just, into it. Yeah, um, and I I didn't really look. I didn't up until that time. I hadn't really been good at anything else. And I'm not even that good at jiu-jitsu, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm just all right at it. But, like, I tried all the other traditional Australian sports, like footy, cricket, uh, you know, all the other ones. Tennis sucked. Sucked at all <laughs> of those. I was like, wow, I can actually kind of do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll dedicate some yep. time to this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, there's nothing like, you know, when you actually find out that it, it works with you to, to yeah, get Yeah, that's right. About. I found that, like, you know, things started to click. It was really good to, like... Obviously, at the start of jiu-jitsu, a lot of people, you know, you're just getting smashed a lot. And uh, it's good. You can see some real gains. You can yeah. you know, defend yourself a bit more. It's like, wow, this stuff actually does work. The coach is telling me these things and, my gosh, it works. That's a good, that's a good feeling. So, yeah. you got a, you got a little bit of collie. Yeah. Do people notice that at work or do you have to point it out to them first? Uh, go, check I, this shit. I, I don't think people noticed. It was a couple of a couple of people have noticed. It was one funny. <laughs> I was at uh, real at the tail end of my my university career, and this this you know the dreaded team up with someone else. You get oh, you yeah, join the group assignment. work, group assignment, oh, yeah. group assignment. So this sleaze bag had just essentially just pawned off the whole thing on me, and then we get to this moot situation. So yep. it was like a mock. Um, court thing that we had to run and I'd prepared his thing and everything and he gets there and he's like looking at one side of my face with this giant <laughs> ear he's like oh, do you do boxing or something he's like oh I'm really sorry that I didn't do enough work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah don't not, worry about it man let's just read it. yeah you're not <laughs> let's just read this thing we'll make it through it but look for the most part no, m- most people don't really don't really say anything so it's not other than my wife shut. my wife is not happy about Collie, as she calls that ear, she does not like that ear at all. Well, just maybe even it up, like the other, that pass the other way. Strict instructions to keep the other one <laughs> well, kind I, of good. I had the smallest amount of cauliflower ever. It was yeah. like barely two millimeters, and I swear my wife was like, "No," nah. like, she was shocked. Was like, yeah, yeah, nah, that's, that's, that's going to stop. stop. Did, did she drain it for you? How could you? You couldn't get a needle into that. It'd go through. I'd be piercing my ear rather than. Well, there you go. That'll that's a solution. I mean, you can't wear your black belt everywhere, so your cauliflower ears is like validation that you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, maybe you could get it tattooed. Just a little black belt with a red tip insignia on the collie. I, I, I think we'll do that. Uh, I guarantee you, I, if we Googled that, I can find somebody. Someone's done, yeah. Someone's done it. But it is something like if you, uh, you know, when you're rolling the mats and somebody, you go, all right, you got it takes 30 seconds. You can figure out if they know what they're doing or not. Yeah. But yeah. if they've got the cauliflower ears, oh. it's about five seconds. If right? someone yeah. turns up with the collie, and they're like, oh, haven't done jiu-jitsu before. I'm like, yeah, but you're a fucking wrestler. I'll guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, done something. <laughs> or a rugby player or something. Or rug- yeah, 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 fuck with them. At worst, yeah. a rugby player. Yeah. Yeah. Rugby players get some nasty ears. Yeah, I'm surprised that like the... Nasty anuses too with Hoppa White out there. Hoppa White. Clean ones. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's doing the cleaning. Um, you don't see the, the ear guards that often in um, jiu-jitsu, which is it's surprising because I think there is that pride more. Oh, I know they're not comp legal anyway. Yeah, I'm wondering why they're not comp legal. I don't know. Maybe you can grab them or something, but well, uh, I, like I don't get arm. it. I, I don't know why. And it's also like cups as well. Like I'm, I'm not sure you can wear a cup. No, you can't. Really? Because yeah. you use it as a fulcrum for arm bars. That's yeah. the. I can understand excuse. why maybe the cup, but um, surely like headgear, like 
Be, should be I, I don't. I don't get the advantage. I don't. I don't know what advantage you get out of using headgear. Well, I think or, if you're doing like a, a pass or a head arm or something, the hard cups could maybe grind into the other person's temples. Or maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it, maybe, like, but... I suppose it's, it's kind of like doing the chin in the eye socket sort of uh, maneuver. Yeah. Like if you can wear it in like uh, like wrestling, wrestling. like mm. in the but they wear states too, collegiate they? wrestling. I think they wear cups too, but I guess they're not doing arm bars, so I can maybe see the point with the arm bars. But... Yeah. Although I swear your nuts tend to toughen up because I haven't got a, a whack in the nards for a while. Then I haven't been rolling with Cornelius. He hasn't grabbed anything. <laughs> no. Better way to learn than a whack in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, you soon... shit real quick. <laughs> yeah, you soon learn to somehow to they guard. just disappear. Because you, you used to rock the headgear for a little while. I did, yeah. Trying to, I was trying to keep one one ear. <laughs> and then just went, nah, fuck it. <laughs> nah, I, I, it, I don't like it. I don't like it. Plus, my other ear is so big that it starts to rub on the inside of the, <laughs> of the, <laughs> of the thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure maybe I could get like a custom one that has like a bigger, a bigger you know, cup over yeah. the years. So it's all just out, but... go chopper style and get rid of it and then add them on later when you need them again. Yeah, nice. Chopper look. Choppery. Sorry, back in the day, they even had the rules where you had to be clean shaven because you'd grow a bit yes. of stubble and just really? rub it in someone's no, You oh, could be clean or shaven or full beard, but not in between. Yeah. Because it's like one of those uh, sort of, not a cheap move, but one of those frowned upon, like toe stomping in the UFC or something where you just rub your stubble across their eye sockets or across their mm. forehead. And it's just enough to get you to react to it. I agree with that one because I can't really grow up. <laughs> they should ban that. Definitely ban that. <laughs> no, no beards. Yeah, until the ADCC started up, and they're like, "All right, beards are." <laughs> I guess I, I can't see the Brazilians. Yeah, say so someone told Gabby Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how she had that whole glamour uh, photography part where she's yeah. you know shredded down and doing. Put lipstick on and everything, and everyone's gone. Okay, that's less like Wanderlei Silver in a dress. She looked half alright. Yeah. yeah, but then she came out for a fight, and all of a sudden, it's like, fight oh, yeah, that's old Gabby. And then she started throwing her arms and legs in all different directions. And like, what the fuck is she doing? It's like it was like Player A just mashed buttons. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did she did she have a uh, a pro fight? I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Turkish pro wrestler woman. Rise was rising in Japan. She was an Islander. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was Turkish. Yeah. Oh, Tongan. Or something, yeah, like, that. something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. You knocked her out too. Wasn't the worst crossover to MMA mm-hmm. that I've seen because during the week I happened to watch, um, you know, the wrestler Dave Batista. Yeah, oh, you should yeah. see his. He had one MMA fight and he yeah. won it against a guy that I'm very happy to say I could, uh, I'd win when it, if it came to, if it came to oh, a catwalk. Bob Sapp? No, no. I mean, if it came to a catwalk, oh. like um, Roy Nelson would look at him and go, "Mate, drop a few pounds." Taki <laughs> um, yeah. Bono was fighting Sap. And he was uh, he was handling Batista for a while until you know he's he lost his second wind at the three minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. But it wasn't it wasn't pretty at all. Not good. No, um, which makes me think that CM Punk's going to put on a better show than Dave Batista did. Well, guaranteed. Bobby Lashley's been doing all right. Yeah, because he's a fucking wrestler. He's, yeah, he's fighting you know nobodies pretty much in the lower leagues. But you know instead of jumping in at the top, he's gone in the bottom and done okay. Mm. Yeah, well, he probably didn't have as many followers as CM Punk. Because I think UFC pretty much got him just for market share. So they, Of course, yeah. why not? Yeah. You sit, sit on him and that yeah. way Bellator don't get all the extra um <laughs> Don't attention. get all the superstars like yeah. Chris Lieben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually love Chris Lieben. Mayhem Miller. He's coming out of retirement. Oh, he's coming oh, out of retirement. Yeah. Jesus that, Christ. That, I don't know what happened to that boy. He was going on a fantastic track and then something just went sideways. He's gone, fuck that. I, I, heard, just... I heard he's in trouble again. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't have the full story, but uh, I was reading online that, yeah, he's already. Yeah, I do remember that. I can't remember what it was. Careful of you. 
It was yeah. <laughs> it was something really stupid too. But I can't remember what it was. But I think he's always been on that. He's had that weird edge to him. He's His always name been is a little bit mayhem. weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, looks like he just he finally stepped over the line and there was nobody there to bring him back. Yeah, he's like a real life South Park character or something. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so you still follow the fight game, obviously. Yeah, look, I, I used to really be into it. Like yeah. I used to, you know, watch as many UFCs as I could and all those things. But you know, as I, uh, you know, time progresses, you, you get less time for things. You got to cut the fat from somewhere, and UFC cut, you know, cut it a bit. So I haven't been watching it as much, uh, but I try and keep my finger on the pulse yeah. a little bit. Yeah, especially with so many cards these days, it's pretty hard to keep up. And even if you're trying to keep up, it gets a bit um, monotonous uh, watching all the nobodies. Uh, it takes sort of a special card to get me really excited about yeah. it now. Like, I'll keep up to date, and usually, if it's a card that's not that exciting, I'll follow on a live blog or something, or watch the highlights after the fact or something. It's, the timing's hard, too. Because, like yeah. you're saying, yeah. you've got to get yeah. up early on a Sunday morning yeah. um, to watch the big cards. Um, no, I agree. I usually follow the uh, follow them on an online blog. I think that's just the way yeah. I get yeah. to access that. Well, I've said before, I'll often get up early for the Invicta fights. Yeah. Uh, just because women's MMA is only just progressing past that point um, that UFC had with the Gracie era. Yeah. Where women are starting to be multi, uh, multi-disciplined. But they still just go hell for leather. Like, guys tend to sort of get in, sort of shape up, work the jab, work distances, and sort of figure out, all right, where am I going to go from here? Girls just get in and go, fuck this, I'm banging. Yeah. <laughs> and they just go flat chat. Whether they want to get takedowns, they want to get knockouts, they just, it's 100% effort from the first second, which is brilliant to watch. Um, yeah, I haven't seen much of the Invicta stuff, but when they come across, you know, the USC bought them, and obviously they, they didn't buy Invicta, they bought Rousey. Yeah, um, or Strike Force and yeah. the rest of it. But hang on, they do own Invicta now, don't they? Uh, no, Invicta's still separate. Yeah, still but, separate. Uh, just... Invicta's selling off weight categories to them yeah. a piece at a time. Yeah, they're, I thought the USA like wholesale bought like quite well, a lot of. Their, well, back when they had the Rousey Tate um, uh, tough, that's yeah. when all the girls came across the yeah, Namajunas exactly. Beck. What's did, her face? Did they do Astral a? What is it where they go into the house? The Ultimate yeah. Fighter? Oh, is, that when they, is that when they sourced a lot of the... Yeah. yeah. Those, yeah. So they didn't buy the brand, but they bought the talent. Yeah. yeah but they always had a... I don't know if it's affiliation or if they own it or whatever, but that was always sort of like under their wing kind of thing where mm-hmm. it was in their both both their interests for UFC to promote them if the UFC yeah. was going to have a strong yeah. women's... Well, uh, that division. was the, the goal of Shannon Knapp, the girl that uh, started Invicta. She yeah. wanted to move girls MMA into the big time. Yeah. And the UFC is the big time. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. that, the highest paid martial arts uh, you know belt in the world so her goal was always for that to happen and she just wanted to sort of get that narrow end of the wedge in and then eventually she's trying to get more weight categories through yeah and they, uh, yeah. they are getting some exciting fighters through there as well it's just a shame that they can't get Cyborg in a reasonable weight so they can bring her in the UFC and mm. try and smash people because it it's pretty much the only big women's fight out there at the moment yeah. would well, be or the, the rematch the rematch, yeah, even that's not terribly exciting to well, me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Cyborg and Karan. It was huge. Yeah, Cyborg and Karan. <laughs> the rematch, yeah. yeah. Did you uh, compete much in your jiu-jitsu career? I did, I did it early on. Uh, you know, I went to... At that time, you could do uh, the Victorian State Championships or the Pan Pacific Championships. They were the two. And you could also do the Oz Cup. Uh, and I just did the Vicks and uh, the Pan Packs. Never did well. Never did. I got a couple of bronze medals sitting yeah. around somewhere. Bronze um, medals is no small thing. 
Well, sometimes a small thing. If you just uh, lose <laughs> one straight <laughs> on the podium, bang, bang. In a, a three-person division. <laughs> <laughs> Lost every fight, still got a medal. Uh, yeah, look, I, it's a result. Yeah, I never, I never did all that well at, at competing. And now, uh, look, I'd like to compete as a black belt, but... Uh, just I, once to say you Yeah, did. that's right, to say, say, you know, I've done it. But I, I got a few niggling little injuries here and there, but I, I still think I can, I can get up and, and do it. The problem yeah. with black belt is that at lower belts, you can sort of enter the master's division and it's just the old dudes who are like, well, I've got to work Monday, I'll chill. <laughs> but in the black belt division, the old dudes have been doing it since they were fucking four and they've had 40 years of yeah. uh, martial arts experience and they're still fucking lethal. Maybe another big change for jiu-jitsu is the professionalism. So when I started, if you trained two times a week, that was enough to yeah. Yeah. Get, get you the gold medal. Now you're doing like two a days uh, yeah. and people are making money off jiu-jitsu and people, that's their job. Uh, so I think that's brought, that's a good thing. I mean, that means that, um, you know, jiu-jitsu progressing more, but for the casual kind of guy like me, you know, it, it's hard to, there's, it's there's hard to no against that. part-time Australian champions anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, people that, that are, you know, Cross training, even just for their jiu-jitsu. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. You go into you know white belt tournaments and stuff like that, and people are cutting weight. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, this is yeah, a white belt tournament, <laughs> and yeah. I was thirty kilos above the maximum weight. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me. <laughs> just you and Mark Hunt. <laughs> well, I, I do remember my first tournament. They had a weigh-in, and I just went super heavy. And they went, oh, you got to weigh in. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Just that one. Yep, good. Cheers, love. I remember that bracket because there was a, a Tongan lad. Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, I know massive, who you're talking about. Marker. Marker, a massive unit. But uh, like all the, the big Tongan lethal dudes, nicest guy. T- too nice. Yeah. Horribly nice. He'd get in there, smash the shit out of anyone, and then afterwards, oh, how you going? Just the high-pitched, friendly voice. And, you know, he'd smack you into a, about 18 sushi rolls. But, yeah, good bloke. Um, is uh, we've got some mutual friends, and I did find out like the for super heavy, the cutoff is ninety seven, right. ninety seven kilos. He's walking around about one eighty. <laughs> and into twice. And I I know this sounds hard to believe, but a nimble one eighty. Like he could move all yeah, right. He can move, yeah. yeah. What, what a, is the point of getting people to weigh in for the for the like the open division? Because uh, I did it once. I, I went to Adelaide in the, the Synergy Pro. I went to that. I think it was a purple belt. And I only entered the the uh, open category because yep. it was money. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah, it was it was nothing. Yeah, but you get the big check. That's you the most the, important. I wanted part. that. I wanted that novelty check. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the um, pride of taking food off someone else's table too. Yeah. yeah, I would legit walk into the bank with that big check and say, "I'm cashing this." If they're like, "That's not real," fuck you. It's <laughs> not real. See what it's for? Jiu-jitsu. Cash my fucking check. Uh, yeah, I did. I did yeah. another tournament. I didn't do well in. Yeah. I think that it's just. You know, it's that's the what you do. You go and weigh in, even though it is pointless. Yeah, right? it, it didn't just... matter what I weighed. I could have been twenty kilos or four hundred kilos. Yeah. I was getting open in. weight. Well, <laughs> it was open weight. It's just so Bruce Buffer has that extra lighter read. <laughs> I don't know if Bruce was at the Synergy Comp. But, uh, yeah. he was there. Bruce was. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you would have known if he was. Um, Maybe it was Bruce McAvaney. I don't know. But it is funny. Special. I mean, Jiu-Jitsu is probably better than a lot of other martial arts on. The relaxed rules. I mean, I, I have seen tawnies where they come and measure, you know, how... Oh, with that gi... The gi tool. The, the gi tool. Yeah, get <laughs> yeah. The, the template out yeah. and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the patches on the gis and shit like that. And, yeah, that's that's blue enough. I, yeah. I've seen some veteran moves of that, though, at weigh-ins. And Dion did it once. He's gone to weigh-in. And, you know, how you're supposed to have the full gi on and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's gone in just in his like um, Violet Chudo shorts and just put the gi in his hand. And they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. He comes back and he's giving the gi back to uh, Beth. It was her gi. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. It was <laughs> it was a tiny fucking thing. Pro move, pro move. Yeah, so we saved about a kilo. But yeah. Fe- the kids, was kids gi in the hand. Yeah. Featherweight move. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's heavyweight. You've got a big Mac in one hand and yeah, you know, you're shopping in the other. Yeah, they don't, t- don't tend to be that much of an issue. So just you haven't. When was the last time you competed? It would have been that synergy. Probably was that yeah. synergy pro, which I don't even know how many years ago that was. Well, I was around, three? so it would have been three, if not four. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since I've competed. Last. Say, I think it's been yeah. a while since I competed. I think that might have been round about. The, I didn't compete at synergy, but yeah. Did you compete at blue? Three. Yeah, once. Got yeah. a gold medal. Went that'll do. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Conquered that. Yeah. I don't think Move I on. did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's funny though, the, the tournaments. There's so many, so many on now as well. Like you're saying, back in the day, there were two or three tournaments and it. they were the yeah. same tournament, just yeah, with a different name. Back yeah. in the day, it was exactly the it was same. Fixed yeah. the yeah. Back yeah. in yeah. the day, yeah. uh, the tournament entry was about $27. Yeah. In the yeah. same yeah. building too. Was it the, yep, MSAC. Um, yeah. yep. Always at MSAC. Yeah. But now, it's still at MSAC. You could compete every weekend if you wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to, yeah. It's just the way Look, I think that's a good thing about our club too. If you, if you want to push yourself and compete, you can do that, and yeah. there's uh, classes that facilitate that, and you know, good good um, training partners that'll push you along. Or if you just want to get fit and enjoy jujitsu, you can do that too. You still enjoy tournaments when you're not competing? Yeah, I like to yell at people, and I, I give really good <laughs> instructions like move and breathe, breathe, yeah. breathe. move and breathe, and posture. Get out of there. Uh, Sign yeah, the lease. Keep doing what you're doing. Sign the lease. Uh, yeah. So look. Um, yeah, I enjoy going and, and just trying to you know be part of the team and, and support people. So I like going that to, to tournaments in that aspect, yeah. Well, that is something I have found is the, the camaraderie you get in BJJ teams is brilliant. Um, mm. Some teams are a bit cultish, but um, I remember last year at the um, Fitness Expo where... The uh, Arnold Classic the Arnold? one? Yeah. Oh, yeah the Arnold Classic. So I was working there and I was able to nice. come over and uh, watch a couple of fights and every every fighter had their team supporting them. Uh, yeah. Even though every team has that one knobhead, but that knobhead still got supported by or their teammates. The Richard, as we call them. <laughs> so rich. Yeah, he tends to win, so you know it's hard to get too upset at him. Would be kind of funny though when they raise their hand, the rest of the team just sort of goes, "Oh." It, it is. A, I know I've mentioned it before, but it's a hilarious one because I was scoring at fucking pan packs or one of them, um, and the white belt match where they're going on and doing usual white belty stuff. Yeah. And one of the guys gets the tap and he jumps up and, you know, throws the arm up. He's like, yes, yes. Nobody there. Oh, <laughs> nobody no. cheering at all. Oh, no. He's giving it the big double coppers and everything. And like, there's nobody there. And um, Gus was the ref. And Gus speaks okay, good English. Yeah. But he, if he could get away with never speaking English ever, he would. So he didn't say nothing. He's like, just points. <laughs> there, come on, let's go. All right. You barely keep him awake. There's nothing worse than also seeing... I think there's a rule against uh, uh, celebrating too hard. Yeah. yeah. And the guy, yeah. you know, jumps into the crowd, and <laughs> embraced by the crowd, and, oh, he's won the whatever, and then, oh, no, you're dick. I, t- oh, I, I defy anyone to name a white belt world champion, just because no one cares. I can name one blue belt <laughs> world champion. <laughs> so I can actually name a few, but I think it's... It's some of those people that are, like, win at blue... Uh, so white, blue, purple, they win the whole way through. I could name a few of those, but, like, yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's almost a backhanded compliment, in a way. But is that something you put in your resume? I mean, like white belt no. champion of the world. It's kind of like so you're the I'd, I'd best put, shit. Like 
So I put the white belt in uh, white in in small print. So it depends <laughs> what else you got to put in your resume too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Some people do content. advertise that as world champion. It's still and world champion. Don't particularize, yeah. and it is. It. But it's kind of like being a, a thirty-year-old proud of what you did in the under fifteen footy grand final or something, which I, I actually am. So I had yeah. a couple of good fucking games. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And they've been better as I got older too. <laughs> I fucking know. I, I, I torpedoed from the next field over. I was full back, kicked seven goals. <laughs> <laughs> Some for the other team, but you know whatever. Um, but on the the highest level of jiu-jitsu competition, like it's got interesting the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like with Meta Morris and okay, now Meta Morris is kind of gone. Um, and we were talking earlier, like EBI mm. is now on Fight Pass. Like that's going to be exciting. Yeah, hopefully that's mm. a, that's a, that seems to be. Um, I guess it's now what is it maybe ADCC maybe might that might be the premier grappling I think still still mm. and maybe EBI is kind of you know nipping at its heels like I think, in terms of money and everything like that I think so, ADCC would be the most prestigious yeah like uh, it's the most pure yeah um, whereas EBI I'd say Eddie Bravo has been brilliant for jiu-jitsu as far as I'm concerned yeah um, but he's not pretending to be uh, the, the royalty of jiu-jitsu if you get what I mean he's not trying to uh, set new standards or anything. He's just trying to have fun and have good jits. Yeah, I think he just wants to put on exciting fights. Just yeah, wants that's to keep, it. You know, he's got the rules to try and promote that. I'm not saying they're the best rules or anything, but they you know, seem to be aimed at promoting finishes. Finishes, yeah. yeah which is well, a good thing. Yeah. That's it. Do you, do you like the submission-only formats? Yeah, I think it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I think, look, having it, um, having it no-gi as well, mm. uh, that might be more... Uh, popular to the wider audience as well. Well, certainly it's more interesting for him. That's yeah, that's his, that's his passion. I think, I think it's more yes, accessible maybe. too. Like with the with the gi, there's sneaky little chokes that you you won't see that they're on until, you know, someone's out kind of thing, especially yeah. if you're new to the sport. I was going to say accessible because it's more relatable to MMA and you're going to mm-hmm. get people coming across from there. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember when we went back with uh, Hoist and um, uh, Seven? Like yeah. um, Seven right. had Hoist stacked... For oh. geez, about 16 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Mm. And then the, the commentator's like, he's got him right where he wants him. Next thing you know, tap, tap, tap. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, what happened there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly, a, that's what happened. It's a shoulder lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now any jabroni off the street can knows what a triangle is. Yeah. Well, yeah most. more, Much more than used to. Yeah, but I'd exactly. still say it'll surprise certain people. Yeah, jiu-jitsu is not like a dark art anymore. It's no. starting to become, you know, a bit more common knowledge. So. And people are starting to realise that it does actually work. Yeah, that too. Because I love still like the people who are like, yeah, bullshit doesn't work. What if I do this? And it's just like, professional fighters spend most of their time doing this. Like, how yeah. do you still think that it doesn't work? But when yeah. people say that, you're like, all right, so they have a black belt in Aikido, Taekwondo, or Wing Chun. They Which got a, one? They have a black belt in bench pressing, usually. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. I've never heard, you know, that from somebody that's tried it. Yeah. Well, in fairness, uh, a lot of people give the the big bench press guys stick but uh, since we've trained at Hammers a lot of those guys have come and trained and they've had fantastic attitudes like uh, I've, I've have not seen one of them get frustrated yet oh it's early days we'll work on well, that well you know there's there's got to be one guy we can stir up surely yeah. but just the fact that they're prepared to get on the mat sort of says more about the personality they're more um, open to learning and you know or you've got that ability to leave the ego or they realise that it's included in their membership and they're too cheap to waste it yeah, either way <laughs> fit right in I'm paying for this I'm using it <laughs> yep. exactly you see a lot of them just finish their um, kickboxing class and go oh well hey there's another class on yeah just come straight across yeah which is good you know yeah. that's, that's how people get started even if you only have 10% that hang around yeah it's 10% more than what you would yeah, have exactly had. yeah and yeah, like I said, they're good guys too. So and girls, there's a bunch of girls who are joining in as well, and they're all super keen. And 
Uh, they're all giving John a fair hiding, which is fantastic to watch. He's hating it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he, he he's like um, the character from Big Bang Theory. He can't actually open his mouth and women around. He just sort of shuts down. <laughs> dumplings is the key. <laughs> the dumplings yeah, that's his language. He's trying um, to empty his dumplings. That's a problem. Now, there was another fight we were talking about earlier. Um, on the next Polaris. Polaris oh, yeah. with mm, Polaris. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, Gary Tonin. Like, that's... That's got to be an exciting fight. I can't think of anybody else that would be as exciting to go up against Paul Harris. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, a few guys involved in bunning, surely they can sponsor the wheelbarrow that has to carry his testicles into there. Because if you're getting in uh, a no-gi match with Polaris... Submission only. Submission only, with his reputation and his fucking massive animal strength... Is it submission only? I just realised. Polaris? I don't know what the rules are, but I am sure that uh, heel hooks and things like that are yeah, allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might yeah. be going to Metamorous rules. Pretty sure. Well, I, think, I think it's cute that they've got a referee in there. I think, I think, there's, <laughs> I think there's a time limit. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, 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 Polaris is going to you know, let go if there's a, a time and buzzer. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I think it's going to be spectacular to watch. And I, I find Polaris so frustrating because his jitsu is brilliant and... Fantastic athlete and the ability to find heel hooks and ankle locks from everywhere. Brilliant to watch if he just would let them go once he's won. Yeah. Uh, well, he would still be in the UFC. Yeah, or still in, what was he, World Series of Fighting? Yeah, yeah. kicked out of there as well. Yeah. yeah. Poking Jake Shields in the eye. Yeah, that was crazy. It wasn't even um, sort of subtle. No, I like, yeah. Mazzagati gave him a few chances, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, did yeah. you see, got two eyes. <laughs> did you see on Reddit Tonin's training? No. Yeah, he's, yeah, that, he's that, done the whole um, three stooges blocking the eye put poke. The, oh, really? The palm in front of your nose to block the eye poke. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's put up a few funny videos. He's, so. he he is. Right. I mean, you yeah, know, as soon as someone can teach Polaris to use a computer, he's going to be pissed off. Yeah, and I think with um, sort of that submission-only format, it's forced a lot of people, well, not forced them, but it's allowed them to be more creative in how they go for different attacks. Because when you think back in the day, it was very sort of stagnant fights, but. Do you think when Vinny fought um, Cornelius, Kenny Cornelius at uh, yep. it was an awesome match. And even mm. um, Hoyler versus Eddie Bravo. I mean, Hoyler did fuck oh. all, but Eddie Bravo was awesome, you know. You you watching that one with us, weren't you? I you don't think I was. Uh, I didn't make it to that. I but I have seen the, the, the fight. The fight it's an yeah. amazing fight. I thought it was really good. Like, I think that crowd made it better, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It was an um, amazing atmosphere there. A very educated crowd, too. Yeah, of course they were, yeah. Um, like... With uh, UFC and MMA in general, sometimes the crowd doesn't isn't really educated enough to understand what's going on. So even though uh, there's only small movements on the ground, they're kind of like stand him up. Yeah, I don't know if it's uneducated or uninterested, like because a lot of them they do want to see him stand and bang, um, you know. And which it's yeah, you know, there's highlight reels are made of knockouts. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of them, but at the same time, I'm not that adverse to seeing two grown men roll about on the floor. Yeah. Well, as long as there's movement. When it's stagnant, yeah. you know, everyone hates Nobody it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. But when there's uh, quick transitions like the Eddie Bravo matches and you're like, whoa, hang on, what the fuck happened there? And you, you have to replay it literally uh, in slow motion to see what actually did occur. Yeah. It, they're brilliant. And even in the UFC, you remember Demi Meyer versus Jack Shields. It was an awesome jiu-jitsu um, mixed mm. martial arts fight. Yeah. Lots of transitions. Who was Demi Meyer's last fight? Uh, Neil Magny, I think. No, he's, he had another one. I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm trying to think of who it was. He's coming uh, off a few wins, I think. Yeah, he's but, put uh, together a bit of a streak. 
Because I know there was that, uh, he did fight Neil Magny, beat him, and then he was running a seminar, and Neil Magny tweeted him and goes, do you mind if I rock up? He's like, he's sure. Like, yeah, sure. I was reading that story. And a photo cool. of Neil Magny <laughs> taking lessons from Damian Meyer. Oh, jeez, that's right. Holly Holm, Misha Tate's coming up. Fuck me. Is anyone going to bet on Misha Tate for that? Yeah, <gasps> fucking oath. Really? I, I don't think she'd win, but I think she's got a chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say she'd be it's, at uh, three or four to one at, at best. Like, yeah, I don't think that um, uh, Holly Holmes is going to walk through her. I think it's that, you know, that rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, it could, be, it could yeah. be a situation like that. And I mean, Misha's not going to come charging in like Ronda did either. So there's going to be, like everyone says online, it's going to be a horses for courses fight where she's going to have a different strategy and probably match up a little bit better. Um, be more respectful of what Holly can do. I, I think right. Holly, though, is the first true pro uh, they've had. Like, she's, she's a combat fighter. Uh, Rousey managed to transition from, ju- from judo, which, while a, a very um, esteemed martial art and a very uh, high level, it's not getting punched in the head as regularly as Holly Holm would be used to receiving and dishing out. Yeah, I think yeah. she still did all right. Oh, absolutely. Up until the Holly Holm fight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, did okay. Yeah. yeah, the same as Gina Carano. You know, the way when she came through, she managed to steamroll through everyone but Cyborg, but. You know, you could you probably happen. argue that Cyborg was juiced to the to the eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Corona was like, "Hey, I don't mind making movies now." Well, <laughs> that she was great in Deadpool. She's great in whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she, I did like her in Deadpool. Yeah, so she'd actually good, yeah. sort of stocky it up a bit, but it looked good. Yeah. Well, that's a great transition into your other great passion, which is reviewing movies. Oh, on I, Facebook. I, I, uh, I do enjoy uh, movies. No doubt about it. So, in fact, I saw Deadpool uh, last weekend. Get out there and see it. Yeah, I, I bought tickets for yeah. Friday night for Gold Class. Here's a hot tip, though. Right. I saw I saw it with uh, my mum, my sister, and my wife yeah, on Valentine's Day. So okay. see if anyone can top that. <laughs> so, so you're a true romantic. Yes. Uh, well, I did. <laughs> look, the, the movie has a bit of a, 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 a Valentine's Day... A romance uh, angle. Yeah, oh, romance angle. Oh, and that was not boards. enough to uh, convince them that it was a romantic movie. So. But the, the missus must have liked it, though. Uh, she gave it a six out of uh, six out of ten, and I think she was just being kind to me. Really? I don't think she liked it, no. That's not good. But mum mum. <laughs> but, but look, I, it was there for me. I mean, I, exactly. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. You're like, shut up, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, did you see that head get a cut off? What? <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? I was hearing the story about it, uh, or reading up about it today more, that, you know, obviously Ryan Reynolds has been trying to make this movie for fucking years. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he only got interested because in a Deadpool comic 10 years ago, Deadpool said, I look like a cross between Ryan Reynolds and a Sharpay. <laughs> so one of his mates is obviously going, hey, mate, you get a mention in this. He's going, who's this Deadpool character? Read it up and going, this guy's awesome. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Spend the next reckon, 10 years trying to get it. I could also be the fact that he was a closet longtime fan and that was his excuse to come out and say, yeah. I like this. You know, one of those ones where, oh, yeah, I, I might have seen that before. I don't. Th- he wasn't closet for very much. He was out in the open like, let's get this made. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to be Deadpool. Mm. I think he even put... Well, the rumor was money towards yeah. it, doing a trailer. The rumor was yeah. that he was the one that re- leaked the. Uh, the yeah, I heard that rumor too. Yeah. Which, yeah. if leaked. true, genius, fair play, yeah. <laughs> it worked. Pretty, Pretty much his, his only, version of a sex tape. I only knew about Deadpool because <laughs> um, Josh, you had the comics, and they were, they were hilarious. So, mm. From what I've seen in the trailers, it was true to form for the movie and the comics. That's the point, though. It, it was true to the character because yeah. like, I've seen heaps of people now um, because it did like 130 million. Over which, weekend, yeah, which they, they wanted money. sixty. They Jesus. sixty would have been a pass, like a a goal for them, and they smashed it. 
Yeah. Hey, hey guys, you got to marvel at those kind of. Hey. 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 Well, let's wade right in then. Oh. Uh, do you actually have the first? Uh, first. Yeah. Yeah. You I've got wave. the whole first. Um, first run. Yeah. Uh, I think I've even got the first appearance. Really? Was it not a standalone comic to begin with? No, it was in they New Mutants. They all introduced that way. Right. Um, which was a pretty shitty comic, to be honest, but yeah, it was pretty funny. But now there's all this talk about it's because there's an R-rated comic book movie and they're like, well, we should do more R-rated comic book movies. Mm. Yes, I saw that they on did Nerd that, Bastards, and they made I think it was. $130 million. We're like, no, it's not because it's an R-rated comic book. Yeah. It's because it's Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. And they kept it true to the character. It fits the character. Yeah, the, the secret recipe, I don't think, was it's R-rated. No, yeah. it was... It's All the other elements of the Deadpool. movie that made it good, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was perfect you know, for it. What would I, I would find hilarious would be if someone, like some executive at uh, whoever owns DC rights at the moment has gone, you know what, R-rated comics work. We should make a comic, uh, a comic movie like Deadpool. Uh, we'll do Deathstroke. <laughs> so then Deathstroke would be a clone of Deadpool and Deadpool's always been a clone of Deathstroke. I don't know what Deathstroke is. So. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I totally DC's is. version of Deadpool. Right. right, right. Slade Wilson. Uh, no, oh, really? So but, like a straight he, rip-off? He came first. Oh, okay. Deadpool was a rip-off of Deathstroke. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I, I reckon then, uh, and they'll have him mixed in with Lobo. Lobo's next on the DC side. Lobo could actually work. Yeah, who's a rip-off of Wolverine. Yeah, but what? it could actually, it could be worth watching. An R-rated Wolverine one that's not shit would be worth watching. Wasn't the original Batman like a real hardcore comic like it would have actually been an r-rated movie like wasn't it brutal was a graphic novel or something like no i don't think the original uh, frank miller yeah Uh, he he did he was the one that wrote sin city he wrote um not days of future past uh the darkest night Ah, which is like uh batman as he gets older and decides fuck this no kill thing i'm just gonna kill motherfuckers yeah uh yeah and kind of goes from there yeah the original ones were detective stories uh okay like back in the i don't know 30s, yep. 40s, mm. making it up. But with um, with Deadpool, I remember when Fox first said they had it, they were like, yeah, we've greenlit it, and look, it, it might be R-rated, but we'll probably go for PG to try and get broad appeal. And as soon as I said that, I'm like, fuck no, fuck. And then Reynolds is kind of go, no, 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 R-rated, for sure. Like, well, that's hopeful, because it wouldn't have worked as PG. What happens? You keep it true to the, true to the source, you, you get there. You, you say you that like rewarded, it's, yeah. it's common sense, and it is, but it's not commonly done. Yeah. What about... Uh, As evidence, Wolverine Origins. What about Superman and Batman Justice League thing that's coming out? You guys are... Uh, Excited, but the, the trailer I thought was the worst trailer that it could have possibly been. This is the, the third installment trailer, the recent one? Yeah. No, the second one. Second one, right. I'm yeah. actually a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman. Fucking like, oath. I might be stepping out, but uh, you know, people said the same shit about Heath Ledger as Joker. And f- is there another Joker? Yeah. Uh, Justin Leto's got nothing. Yeah. Um, I and, think- I think he's going to be okay, but he won't be Heath Ledger. No. He's, he's not a bad move. It's just that, unfortunately, yeah, Michael You've Jordan You've got to follow you. that, yeah. 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 The yeah. bit that I remember was uh, the first time that um, the guy that played Alfred, uh, Michael Caine, mm. saw Heath Ledger come out at that party that's um, happening upstairs. Yep. And, yeah. He had lines to say, and he fucking forgot them because the first time he saw Heath Ledger in character, he's just gawped at him and said he walked by. And if you can do that to a guy like Michael Caine, who's done everything there is to do yeah. in acting... And every drug, and probably every man, woman, and animal in the whole vicinity, you've got something special. Uh, I watched a documentary about uh, Superman that was going to be made, and had Nick Cage playing yeah. Superman. He was in. A, he was in a, a pay or play deal. Why don't you told me about it? Actually. Well, he called his been. son Kal El. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? He loves Superman. Nick Cage. 
Yeah, I got no idea. But actually, it looked, it looked decent. And the concept of the um, movie, it was originally written by Kevin Smith. No, now I know where you're going with it. Yeah, Kevin Smith spoke about it with one of his, um, what are they called? An Evening With? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But one of the fans actually made a documentary about this movie that was going to be made. Um, they got pretty far into the planning stage, even um, designing a special suit for Nick Cage. Yep. And the suit was actually going to be uh, more of an active role in Superman as a you know space entity or whatever the fuck he is. Right. And the concept of that looked really good and the suit looked really cool. And then, of course, Hollywood got onto it and went, nah, fuck this. God, what's the guy's name? Um, oh, it might have been Tim Burton, actually. No, yeah. no, it wasn't Tim Burton. It was somebody else. Tim Burton. Tim Burton was yeah. hooked on it. Because yeah. he was the one, he, he said, all right, he's got to have... Um, Johnny Depp and Hannah Bonham Carter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but um, he said, you know, he's got to have guards at the Fortitude of Solace. Oh, no, really? what, not Fortitude. What's it called? Sol- uh, Fortress of Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. Fortitude yeah. of Solitude. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with it. I had Fortitude Valley in my head for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and Kevin Smith was saying, like, actually, it's meant to be nobody there. That's the solitude part. The solitude <laughs> part. But, and then he had to fight a gigantic robotic spider. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, because yeah, uh, like Wild Superman. Wild West was such a success. No, because he hadn't done Wild Wild West yet. That's he couldn't right. get it up in Superman, so he put it in Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Happened two years later. Yeah, that, that worked well. That was such a great movie. <laughs> they might as well just call it. Wiki, 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 wow, yes, it was. Will Smith's song and Selma Hayek's boobs. That's good enough for me. <laughs> well, that's the reason you watch Desperado endlessly as a kid. One of these things are not like the others. Um, so what else has the, the B Movie Review Club been, been up to? Uh, well, we had to take a, a break. This is uh, me and my mate Gary. Uh, obviously, with Christmas and uh, New Year's and things like that, we haven't. We the last thing we saw together, I think, was. Uh, well, I can't even tell you. We look. I go to a lot of movies, but um, we'll probably, um, you know, try and get together and review some more. Do you, do you look for the comic book movies, or you don't care? You just see. Anything. I see everything. Yeah. So, but I, I have seen a couple. I've seen. Um, What's that? The Hateful Eight? You guys yeah. seen that? Yeah, not yet. But um, I did see Tarantino had a, a, a special screening in Melbourne. He's doing this. Where he, he turned up and yeah, had his own his up, own yeah. brand of VB. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Which is if you're in charge of VB, you jump right on that. And they they did. They had you know QB. You're happy. Anyone's drinking it? I'm sure. <laughs> Pretty much. Because where was the last time you saw VB on tap anywhere? I don't know. I haven't been in the country in a while. <laughs> I was going to say. I know they sponsor the cricket. So oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing at the cricket. At the, I'm only guessing. G. It's Carlton. Carlton Draft. Yeah, yeah, probably right too. Probably change it for the cricket. I don't know if they change it for the cricket. Or do they just change the label? Probably. And be like, who's going to know? Who's going to know? It's half watered down anyway. Do you reckon yeah, VB are a bit bitter about that? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Here we are. Hey. Here we go. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the last movie I just remember we saw was uh, The Revenant. With- oh, oh, the yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. heard good things. Oscar bait. Look, I, I thought it was good, but I think I was expecting greatness. And I, it was look, it's a good movie, and I recommend people see it. But uh, you know, honestly, I, 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 I thought you'd skip the first half hour. Yeah, look, I wasn't blown away, but I mean, like visually, it was very pleasing. Yeah, it was yeah. well, well shot. And look, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, like great acting, yeah. and like you know, probably deserves some kind of recognition for well, it. Well, you see if. If DiCaprio had have just got to his blue belt at BJJ, he could have just triangled that bear. <laughs> Move would have been over in 15 minutes. That, that bear had some good back attacks, that's all. <laughs> but that's why I was watching it, and I looked at the time, so I'm half an hour in, and all I've watched is him fight a bear. Got no idea why. No idea what they're doing. He just fought a bear for half an hour. Because it was there. Yeah. 
I'm like, you could have just said I had a bare fight for five minutes and then onto the story, but no. <laughs> I might be ripping this off of QI, but I think it used to be back in the West um, uh, a show. Uh, you know, the, the freak alleys, the sideshow alleys where they had the freak shows yeah. and that kind of stuff. And they'd have the, um, it was the hairless lady or something like that. Um, and it was actually just a shaved bear. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I only remember it because it was on QI and Jimmy Carr was on there. And he's like, they've got this backwards. I don't want to see this fucking, you know, the deformed lady. I want to see them shave a bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who the that fuck would be awesome. that job? Yeah. Can you imagine, get imagine, drunk. And... Imagine that, like the first day on the job. All right, yeah, you're hired, you're animal keeper. Here's a Gillette. Go shave that fucking bear. <laughs> you're fucking joking, aren't you? So there's his next movie, Shave the Bear. Done. Sponsored by Nair. <laughs> I'll be shooting that shit through a paintball gun or something. It could be Ted 3. <laughs> Ted 3. <laughs> well, they're doing Ted 2, aren't they? Or have they already done, already done, done Ted, Ted 2? Ted 2, yeah. yeah. Have you, speaking of Nair and whatnot, have you read those Amazon reviews for Veet for men? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> me, they're hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like a hair removal cream? Yeah. And oh, I haven't read the reviews. So no, I haven't oh, look, read the reviews. There's like 200 pages of them, all in the same theme of, it plainly says, do not put on knob and bollocks. Because I'm a loose cannon, I didn't follow that rules, and now I can signal passing ships with my glowing scrotum. <laughs> and it, pretty much all along that, and you know, a, a guy from Abu Ghraib saying, it's fantastic, uh, our <laughs> victims confessed within minutes. And all... <laughs> Just endlessly, and the sort of thing where you will have tears of laughter. It's brilliant. I mean, if it if it removes hair, I mean, it's got to have some like pretty potent stuff in it. Would you be putting it in those sensitive areas? Just I wouldn't, but apparently ten thousand blokes. Yeah, a lot would. of people do. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's worn me off. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I generally don't try and apply any warming liquid to my nether regions, but uh, yeah, because that's the mistake you make. Like if you put deep heat on uh, and then go for a whiz. That shit ain't good. I don't think the whiz part is needed to make that bad. They're just deep heat on yeah. its own. Yeah. yeah. Well, I meant deep heat on your hands. Yeah. On your hands. Yeah, so oh, they're transferred. I don't transfer. know why I thought you're putting deep heat on your nuts and then going for a leak. <laughs> I thought, mate, you've already fucked up here. Why are you, why are you compounding it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. <laughs> you're right. That does make more sense now. What if masochists whack off with deep heat? <laughs> like, be like, yeah, whoa, yeah, wow. Yeah, well, when you pull a muscle, do it right. Deep heat on it. But the thing is, I was following you because I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> what, whacked off with deep heat? Well, not the first time. It was accidental. I was like, yeah, this is kind of good, you know? But, but it's no, always a footy, you know? Did, you get a rub I, down I was going to say, did he like it too? Or? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I didn't play footy. <laughs> I, I do remember the footy trick, though, where you'd put deep heat in someone's jocks. Yeah. And wait for them to put it on after the shower and just, yeah! Oh, that's supposed to be off. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I don't know where we're going with that one. How we got yeah. onto deep heat with shaving a bear? Because uh, shaving a bear with nair, splattering, veet, blah. It's all Leonardo out of DiCaprio's yeah. fault, I think. Uh, I, he's gone downhill since Basketball Diaries. That's all I can say. <laughs> but that was the good thing about um, when we worked at video stores was that you always had the headline movies and most of them were okay, but yeah. you'd always try and find that one that didn't go to cinema, went straight to video, there was like a, a gem. <laughs> Which was? Boondock Saints. Well, Boondock Saints. We should probably explain that for our younger listeners. Uh, video stores. They were places <laughs> where you used to go to rent movies. Uh, Think they, about they, Netflix as a shop. Yeah, like uh, a, a bricks and mortar version. It was, it was amazing. But you pay per movie. Yeah, you'd pay like seven bucks. 
This we for would, a night. We would have been your best customer. We actually cleaned out a video store. We almost saw everything in it, so we had to move to another video store. <laughs> really? his yeah, yeah. Here's another one. So this is about our third or fourth video store in, and this is by the time we'd moved to a newer area. And I was joking with my mum. I was still living with my mum. And I don't know how old I was, but I'm like, oh, have you got a tally of how much money we spent here? And the guy's like... We do. Yeah, yeah. we do. And I was broken with my mum. How much do you reckon we spent? And it was about two years in, and it was it was several thousands we'd spent there. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I remember going to Atlantic Video in Adelaide, and it was the biggest That's one. Right, like, yeah. It had VHS tapes that looked like they were around when Betamax was competing with them. Yeah. Um, which, discs. which has totally flown off the head of half of the people who are listening. But um, you have to have a, a password to your membership because yeah. membership cards were pretty much just a number on a piece of <laughs> laminated yeah. paper. Because yeah. uh, they hadn't got around to barcodes yet. And uh, one of my go-to passwords being a comic book nerd was Shatterstar because it was a character from X-Force and whatnot. And it was kind of obscure and I'm like, I'll remember that. But for whatever reason, they only had four letters for their password. So when I go in, they're like, what's your password? Shat. <laughs> Shatterstar. Well, it's not what I've got here. Shat. <laughs> that's and a shit, that's that's a shit password. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your video membership password? Uh, no, because it was always connected to my mum's. Uh, so just, just mum, you know, go and do that. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever have to change video stores because you had an outstanding fine and just went fuck? I'm not paying it. Yeah. Oh, we did that several libraries. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's I, free to take it out unless you return it late. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm moving libraries. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess I'm stealing it then. <laughs> Uh, I remember, yeah. here's, here's another Betamax story though. Like uh, I was with with my dad, right? And my dad was um, anyway. He didn't have a video player, and we found one like in a, in a hard rubbish type situation. So we're rummaging around. We get Stop. it. it, it no, no, it was thrown out because it was a Betamax, and this was in uh, yeah. it was in the the 2000s or the 90s so Jesus. yeah that's right yeah. so we had this yeah. one tape so we could record one thing off the television <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big decision whenever you wanted to tape over so it was so which episode of hey hey it's saturday did you tape the we racist up, one we ended up with aliens on there and it right. was on there for i don't know how many years but you couldn't buy another betamax no. tape to, to record anything else so yeah, aliens every day i was in um well a couple months back now in broken hill in their harvey norman which is a better electrical, Harvey which is something Norman. else. Yeah, well, it's one of those franchised versions. It was better electrical last week. Harvey Norman now. Right. I might have had Dick Smith in there at some stage. Uh, and they were actually selling VHS tapes, blank ones, mm. and still selling them and selling them well. I, I was look, is this a bargain basement thing? No, bloke, full price. <laughs> like, really? All right, fair enough. Probably the local videographer. He hasn't updated his cameras yet. So all the weddings... (laughs) Yeah, he's still rocking the old All the weddings are on VHS. You know the only reason VHS won over beta? Porn. Was that? Yeah, that what killed them? They were the standard Porn industry picked VHS... Yeah, because I, I heard, and I don't know whether it's true, but like the, the quality of the Betamax was was pretty good, mm. and it was preferred in in other industries. Yeah, but it just didn't. I don't know. Porn, apparently, remember, porn is the answer. Porn it wasn't yeah. long enough either. The Betamaxes they released were only like thirty minutes long initially. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's going to hurt. Be way longer than that to jerk off. Yeah, <laughs> but no, not really. Oh, thirty minutes doesn't cut it. But, uh, it used to be the thing at the video store too, when the people would return the porn. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> mate, uh, Gav. And you know you'd have to rewind the VHS, and it's like halfway through, and you're like, "There, right yeah. there, that's <laughs> that's it. That was the moment." And then you'd just feel dirty putting it back into the. Did rewind you have the machine. Did you have the rewinder machines? We had, like, yeah. we had the massive fucking yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. The ones they clean that, it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You put it through twice to make sure it was extra clean. Yeah, 
Yeah, handle it with gloves. Yeah. Well, literally, we um, would rent some out to the jail, and they'd come back in just fucking <laughs> nasty states. <laughs> like, not even joking, the cover would be slippery. Oh. And you're just like, fuck this shit. So I was lucky that I was, I was close to the it. store. You bought it. <laughs> I was closing the store. For some reason, they trusted me with the keys to the store. Fuck right. knows how. So I always had someone work with me, and they'd leave earlier. So I could like delegate my shit to them. <laughs> so it was their job. And I always knew the lady who rent them out on behalf of the jail. So as soon as she's coming in, I, I'd be like, oh, can you just take care of the returns or something? I've got to go clean the shelves or do something else. Yep. So I always managed to avoid it. But you only know that because you had to do it once. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're the newbie. Pick it up. You're like, oh, shit. You've got nine more of these to put through. <laughs> the Speaking of jail gigs, did I tell you about a um, bloke who went to, to uni with me? He was a, a dentistry student. And because they worked in the dentistry clinic, they'd have people from the jail come in for the free dental work. Right. And one bloke comes in, you know, he's probably a crackhead back in the day or whatnot, and he's got a bunch of teeth, and he's like, all right, boss, I want them all out. And he's looking, he's like, no, you've got a few good ones there, we can run with them. He's like, nah, mate, get rid of them. He's like, why get rid of them? He's like, bloke with no teeth can make a lot of money in jail. Yeah. Oh, he's like, all right, second set of gloves on. <laughs> so he stacked those on and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, they were funny fuckers. I, I walked in on them one day and you know how they do the local anesthetics? Yeah. Uh, the way they practice is on each other. So they pair up and they just inject each other's gums. I walk in and there's a whole fucking room of 60 people injecting uh, local anesthetic into each other's gums and just drooling and slurring their words. Like, that's a good one. <laughs> My turn now. And it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Singing the Collingwood song. <laughs> so I think that was a unibar. <laughs> more drugs at Unibar um, sorry I thought we since we've got a black belt here we'll talk through a few of the UFC cards coming up as well um, now that Damian Meyer fight the one I was trying to think of was Gunnar Nelson yeah and he fucking yeah. wiped the School floor him. with Gunnar Nelson and that's just that's shocking astounding. to me astounding that anyone can wipe the floor with Gunnar Nelson yeah. and that's how good Damian Meyer is so it looks like his next fight's against Matt Brown Jesus Christ Ooh, that's, that's going to be a good one yeah, it's a tough night out for Matt Brown, I think, though. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like, uh, the, the good money's on Meyer. Yeah, easy, easy Meyer fight, I think. So, you excited for uh, Bisping and in Silver? Do you think there's something there? Look, I mean, it's it's probably not the uh, you know the title fight everyone wants to see because it's <laughs> not a title fight. But look, I mean, it's a little bit uh, interesting. Both guys probably towards the end of their career. Let's. Uh, let's be honest in that yeah. respect. But Towards, I think Anderson's 48, isn't he? <laughs> He's Brazilian. Brazilian, yeah. yeah. Brazilian 48. So, <laughs> Who knows? Th- 39, <laughs> but really 48. Uh, uh, the spider versus the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I mean, I'll, I'll probably uh, be one of those ones that I follow on a live feed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm interested always to see uh, Anderson Silva get up and... and yeah. Give it a go. See if he can get back to his former glory. Yeah. Look, I mean, he's had a, a rocky kind of, uh, you know, broken legs and whatnot. And then I, think, it, I think there was some yeah, and like transgressions. Yeah, so It will so be some... interesting to see if he, if he can get it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, the, the undercard though, Masasi and, and ladies. Is it, Masasi yeah. is oh, one of those great ones to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's been around long enough that uh, he's seen all the tricks kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, you never know what he's going to give you. And has Telus Leders like he he was um, like he had a title fight against Anderson Silva years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of I don't know what happened. He disappeared, and now he's coming back. Like what 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 uh, what where's it where's he been? 
Uh, well, he had a loss to Bisping. Look, there you go. He had uh, fought Anderson Silver in UFC 97. Seven years ago. Yeah, had <laughs> another loss in UFC 101, and then not back in the UFC for another 10 years or yeah. thereabouts. Not until 163. So, yeah, he went off, went bush for a yeah, little while. Yeah, okay, all right. So he was doing other things. Anyway, look, uh, I'd like to see Tellus Latest win win that one, but yeah, I think I maybe think Masasi. I think Masasi will win it, yeah. yeah. He's a machine. He's yeah. a monster. But um, I think Bisping, I think I read during the week, he's fighting Charles Sonnen in a grappling yeah. match yeah. at some weird-ass fight card. Jeez, who's going to be the good guy there? Yeah. yeah. Chael. Yeah. Chael. Chael. He'll tell us he's the good guy. <laughs> Hasn't he got a company called Bad Guy Inc? Though? Yeah, sure, <laughs> company. Yeah. Yeah. He's making good. From the main streets of, what was it, Oregon? Oregon, <laughs> wherever. Um yeah, it's a weird-ass card they're, they're fighting because there's, there's a boxing match, then there's a kickboxing match, then there's uh, submission-only grappling, and then there's um, a pro-wrestling match. So it, it's a fight card of everywhere. Yeah. I think Kurt Angle's on it. <laughs> I'm not Olymp- lying. Olympic hero. Really? Yes. Oh, God. Um, and I've got a feeling it's... It, I don't think it's Shamrock, but I think Seven. Is wow, really? But where, where is, is this in the America or? It's in an RSL in Japan. <laughs> Google, it, Google it for us. You know, Just it's put, bad. Um, Bisping versus Sonnen. I don't know how Kurt Angle's still doing it. Like, it must be bad when even TNA and WWE go, "Nah, bloke, you need it to quit." Work. But uh, there you go. Yeah. We're currently trying to Actually, Google while we're, something. While we're talking MMA, okay. do you have a favourite submission? Um, in in MMA. Well, for yourself, like, what's the first submission that clicked for you? Uh, the Kimura. Yeah. yeah. So for, for Cameron Byrne out there, um, we'll put uh, notes on what a Kimura is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one that uh, really worked for me. And then uh, the reason I liked it is you can, you can do a lot from it. So you can obviously finish the submission from there or you can transition to an armbar, the back. And it's a great controlling position as well if you don't. Uh, for those out there that, like Cameron Byrne that don't know what it is, get on YouTube and, and figure it out because it's a good position. So would that be your your go to? Like, was that the one where you got the grip and you're like, "Oh, I got this, motherfucker." Yeah, that's right. That was that was the thing that that really clicked clicked for me, uh, in terms of like a, a go to position. But from underneath, like uh, I really did uh, for a long time when I was like from white belt probably up to like purple belt. I really liked uh, triangles, yep. uh, trying to snatch people up in in triangles. But I've kind of gone away from that, and I just get. I'm lazy. I just try and roll people over, really, and then just come over. <laughs> so I'm well, all about maximizing my laziness, is what I say. Just look, try and do everything minimum effort. Well, you do jiu so you can fight lying down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I do it. And go to sleep occasionally. Uh, <laughs> I found the... It's on the bloody elbow. So it's Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio, oh, Simon ah. versus Bisping, and Roy Jones Jr. versus a fan that wins a, a competition. <laughs> Don't know. That doesn't sound like something you'd enjoy winning. Yeah, <laughs> that is, seems like you lose, and yeah. you get to anyway. Okay. I don't know. Uh, there you go. Shamrock is is linked in an MMA bout, not uh, with seven. Oh my god! Um, oh god! Speaking of uh, old people coming back, there's there's Bellator, and they're putting on another one. I think it's this weekend, and they've got a few, uh, you know, Hoist Masters versus, League, Hoist versus Shamrock. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So, uh, what do you guys think about that? Look, I, I think there's a. Uh, there's always a place for nostalgia, yeah. especially with yeah. legends like that. Because when yeah. we saw Hoist fight uh, Hughes, Ooh, that yeah. it, it had showed how far the martial uh, the mixed martial arts had moved on since Hoist's yeah. era. Yeah. Uh, even though Hoist was 
technically juicing at the time and yeah still, I think he did, so I did I get in trouble by technically uh, you mean actually Absolutely. yes yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> authentically <laughs> juicing uh, but maybe it was just a Brazilian milkshake you know you, you don't know someone slipped it in yeah, yeah. yeah. he was he was on the same Viagra gear bad batch of acai <laughs> yeah I mean you know if, if you'd say he was on the Viagra I'd call bullshit because he's going to have 33 kids like his dad did <laughs> yeah but um, yeah there's, there's always that wish that you could see them go around one more time. Yep. Um, it's just unfortunate that it doesn't really live up to hype. Because when we saw um, uh, Kimbo and Shamrock, yeah. it just, just wasn't right. It was a shocker. He had him in a rear naked choke. Didn't finish oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That wasn't a great look. And then yeah. <laughs> and the, the worst one, though, was Akabono versus Sap. I mean, both those guys were like, well, I got paid, fuck it. At least it was a kickboxing mm. instead of an MMA fight. That's all I can say. Yeah, although I'm not sure how Akabono thought he was going to win when his strategy was, I'm going to move forward, well, and that's it. I don't think winning was really in the plans for either of them in the last six years. Well, getting paid was probably yeah, more important. Paid. But well, yeah, anyway. It's kind of funny, because with Hoist and Shamrock, because um, the same as you, I don't really want to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember, it might have been at Ryzen, actually, where... Uh, Shinya, Shinya Aoki fought um, Sakuraba. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like, like, dude, uh, I don't want to see Sakuraba fight. Yeah. No, um, it gets it, painful. But at the same Even time, in his grappling match against uh, Henzo at Metamorphosis, I was like, well, oh, the, the, he's, he's the mileage has killed him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's done a lot. It's not just his MMA; it's his pro wrestling as well. Which, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, is just as likely to cause injury as MMA, except yeah. he's doing it every second night. Daniel Bryan in the last week, who's mm. um, been forced into retirement because of you know, uh, lesions on the brain and that kind of shit from Jeez. concussions. And, but at the same time, though, I respect that Ken Shamrock um, did an interview or did a piece online where he said, look, I'm a fighter. This is all I know how to do. That's how I make money. It's not like I'm going off and doing anything else. And you go, well, I can kind of see it, you know, from his side of view. I, I don't want to watch Yeah, the I guess fight, it's though. his prerogative to go out there and earn money and yeah. do all that stuff. So, Sell you know, T-shirts or license some kid or something because... He's a shit coach. We know that. We yeah. saw that on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And the, Ooh. <laughs> I, do, you, do you remember that? I do remember That's that. And the, the payout was, why did he have, he had a, some other guy there with him who was like, yeah. just like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nutritionist expert or something. Yes. He was yeah. just, just, just ripped freak. Like, I, I don't know what he was going to teach them technically, but. How to yeah. cycle. Uh, <laughs> um, especially when they went, they went bowling every second day. Or <laughs> yeah. Tito, want to go bowling? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, I respect Shamrock. I, I honestly do because what he's done for MMA was brilliant. Like, uh, really, uh, he was there. Allowed a foil for Hoist. You know, uh, it was, was more than a foil. It, well, it was brilliant. Back it was then. the first real rivalry I can remember. I remember. If you go back to UFC one, he's the one that looks like a fighter. Mm. Yeah, he, he might not have won, but he, he, he certainly in, in his first match. Um, I can't remember who he fought against, but he was the only person in the in the octagon who knew what he was doing. Pat Smith mm. could have been. Let's run with that. But I, I do remember though that was the uh, also the turning point for the Gracies' niceness, I guess, when um, Shamrock's tapped, voices yeah. sort of released, and then the have ref's tapped? gone. Have you tapped? And he's like, no, or yeah. Yeah, but for that bit, you see Hoist going. Come on, don't fuck around. You know, I think you can even see he's going. You know, you tapped. And yeah. You can see Shamrock's going. Uh, <laughs> I did, yeah. But, but I remember they interviewed him on the way out, and he goes, "No, nah, well, look, I tapped, and you got to respect the." <laughs> yeah, that, I think he was very much leaning towards going going with it until he realised it was filmed. 
Yeah. And there's 40 Gracies around the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Including the guys yeah. that owned the UFC at the time. So would you watch it if you had tickets? Would you go to see Shamrock and Gracie uh, in 2016? Yeah, look, I'd go and watch it, but like I said, it's probably not one but of But you my, wouldn't uh, pay top dollar for it? Nah, probably not. But I mean, it, it's it, look, if they want to get out there and fight their professionals, they can do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's probably not one of the, you know, marquee fights that I'm looking forward to seeing on the on the horizon. Having said that, if uh, Hickson was fighting, I'd watch it. I, I don't care who he's fighting. Yeah, of course. I think he can't even roll at the moment, I don't think. Last I heard, yeah, his back was absolutely mm, fucked. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, getting on some of that Regenikeen shit that Joe's always on about. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you want to see Crone just do it now? I don't know if he's had his second fight yet. Yeah, or? he fought on the Ryzen card, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's why it's embarrassing. Kid Yamamoto's nephew. No, that was good. Was it? Yeah. Was it a good fight? Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Okay. It was um, good transitions. It was actually a contest. Yep. Um, as soon as he got him to the ground, it was a bit of a a lesson, but the other guy, Kid Yamamoto's nephew, I think, he didn't right. give up, got out of an armbar. Yeah. And mm. took a took a... I think a triangle for Crone to finish him off, but it was actually a pretty decent right. match. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I remember only seeing the end. So. Well, yeah. A lot of people have, you know, uh, postulated what Hickson would do in modern day if he was, you know, in his prime again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like the the Gracie that was fit, strong, and kind of ruthless. Like he was yeah. not afraid to be a prick if he needed to be. What, what do you mean, kind of? Well, <laughs> utterly. Remember the in, in choke where he's fighting yeah. the the little um, oh, I've forgotten the Asian dude's name. Uh, Yuki Nakai. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Uh, and he can't even see out of one eye. And yeah. you know, some guys would be like, "All right, I'll put him down easy." Hickson's gone. Nah, fuck him. Smack. Yeah. Hoyler's yeah. going. Punch him in the fucking eye. <laughs> Don't take it easy. <laughs> and, and Hickson's sort of going. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Crack. He's like, hang on, I need to take a shit. I guess say <laughs> that's, that, right. that's the only line I remember out of the movie. I need yeah. to do a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What about UFC one? Is that one ninety seven? One ninety six. Rafael dos Anjos versus Connor. You, you a Connor fan? I am actually a Connor fan. Uh, I mean, he just. How do you not get uh, entertained by what he does? Yeah. Mystic Mac. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, once you can understand what he says, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now that's that's the kind of thing that you want to see on a, on a card. It's got it's got the the backdrop. It's got like all of the promotion leading up yeah. to it. It's a, it's a title fight. Uh, so that's something you really look forward to in in a fight. I reckon he's a funny fighter, Connor. Because I, I don't know, like um, I, when he was coming up against. Um, Aldo the first time and then yeah. he got subbed out for uh, Chad Mendes yep. you're like you know what I think he's going to get found out when he fights somebody yeah. well we all said level. that and we were fucking wrong and then I know Brenton you were saying like we should have drank the Kool-Aid I think he fooled us N- yeah. not just in that he wasn't that good but he fooled us in making us think that he was an Full idiot yeah. an idiot because he is actually one of the smartest fighters well, yeah his catchphrase was uh, what uh, precision beats power and timing beats speed, uh-huh. and it it makes sense and it's absolutely right. Even when you saw him on the Ultimate Fighter and you see the way he trains, yeah, it's damn smart. Yeah, and it wasn't really intelligent by Aldo to come rushing in with a big fucking fake right left hook. <laughs> I, I think he would agree with you right about now that yeah. uh, you know, maybe his initial game plan was lacking in preparation. He well, made a mistake. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he had plenty of time to think about it beforehand because I, I would have thought that that's how it would have went if they had fought the first time, if it hadn't been pulled out from injury because I thought 
it, it looked pretty obvious that Connor was trying to get in his head so that yep. he would fight emotional and he would come out and do yeah. that. But I thought, given the first fight was um, cancelled, he would have had time to digest and really plan about it. All right, so the emotions have all run yeah. out now. Mm. Yet, bell rings and does exactly what he shouldn't have done. Well, to me, this will be really interesting because Dos Andros' head is about five times the size of um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jose's. How can you miss it? It's, it's going to be interesting because I, I can't pick against Connor anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and <gasps> I think he's already said he wants Lawler after this. Yep. Like, I, fuck, you know. <laughs> look, if you take out the fact that it's Conor McGregor and put a fighter in there with his skills, but not the uh, attitude and the fact he's going up a weight, you'd have to go for the current champ. Dos Anjos is just ridiculously good, but Conor can just surprise everyone. Well, it's just, he's done everything that he said he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes in the round he said he was going to do it. Actually, yeah, that's that's what I mean. always it's in the round he said yeah, he was going to do yeah. it. Yeah. He yeah. said it first round, second round. He, he, he's got it 100% so far. He wanted to bet $3 million that he beat Mendez in the, in the second, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That was the, the number he floated to um, uh, Dana. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Look, I just think it's a, it's, it's a good one. You're both really talented guys, and it's one you just really want to see. Yeah. And pff, hard to pick a winner there. I don't know who, but I, I I'm the winner because I get I, to watch it. Exactly, I would yeah. like to see McGregor with multiple weight belts. Yeah, um, stupid simultaneously because it's something that hasn't been done before simultaneously. I think uh, yeah. BJ had it across two weight categories, but not yeah. at the same time. So no. Couture Randy as well. Couture had I, it. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know at the same time. But, but at the same time, yeah, no one's at the same time. Didn't he? He made him vacate one before he went for the other, or something like that. Something with, like that. With BJ. I know they haven't held them concurrently. Yeah, I think with BJ Penn, they said you can't be. Um, a champion to go for the other belt, you have to vacate that one to go for the uh, other yeah. one. I think so, but yeah, it was right. a long fucking time I think ago. that was when BJ won the belt, then he went and fought in pride. Yeah. Then he yeah, came back. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was like, fuck this. Because I remember yeah. Dana saying, BJ came into the UFC and he goes, I'm going to win the welterweight, I'm going to win the um, middle, middle. I'm going all the way to heavyweight. He literally <laughs> wanted to fight every single person. Yeah. And he's like, BJ would too. Yeah, of course he would. Uh, yeah, whether the belt was on the line or not. It's yeah. like, what are you doing now? Car park? <laughs> Done. <laughs> is he coming back? I hear some. Yeah, yeah. he's coming back. All right. Training okay. with Jackson. Okay. Which is probably the saw, best camp for him. Wow. Saw of photos of him training with um, Diego Sanchez. Yep. It's like, do you remember when he just lit him up? Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, that, that head kick. Yeah. And <laughs> licking the blood off his gloves. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, holy the, shit. When he didn't have any blood, he went over to the fire and <laughs> give you some. Yeah. Got some and then licked it. Yeah. I actually saw photos today of Rafael training with Machida. So he's got Machida yeah. in camp to try and emulate Connor. Kind of style. Okay, that's interesting. And yeah. Dos Anjos look big. Yeah. Machida's one of those want. odd ones for me. I mean, Connor's a unique style, but so is Machida. Uh, but I'd say Machida is more the, the counter puncher, which I guess is Connor's thing too, but. Yeah. Well, that, that's what Machida was yeah, most famous for. I think he's still got a, he's got a fight coming up as well. Is he fighting Vitor? No, no. Who's fighting Vitor? Um, Vitor does have a, a fight coming up. Yeah, he's got up. a fight coming up. The other one they're what talking about coming back to is GSP. Um, I don't Every other week they say. Yeah. 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 I, reckon, I reckon he's done. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. I so think I, he's had too, he? many, like, too many yeah. head knocks. I kind of want to see him coming back because you know, having to start again with his athletic ability um, and mindset, mm. oh, just sheer obsession. Yeah. Um, it, it'd be interesting because 
he'd steamroll the lower tier guys, uh, lower uh, level guys, I reckon. And and just the trash talking as well. The GSP, I am not happy with your performance. <laughs> you are not very impressive. You do not impress me. I think that's brilliant. I mean, that's, oh. honestly, that's where Connor's obviously got his inspiration. Oh, 100%. Mm. The showmanship. Yeah. And yeah, that's where Connor uh, decided he'd put an accent on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what about uh, Holly and Tate? We've covered that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Look, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be easy. I, I, I think Holly might win, but I don't think it's going to be easy. That's all I'll say. I would have rather have seen uh, Betch. Betch Kaeda. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She hasn't fought yeah. since. Yeah. She's still knocked out. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> She's straight out of Compton. She hasn't left Compton. <laughs> but I mean, Misha Tate deserves a crack. Uh, I think everyone would agree with that. Yeah, um, people mean, weren't so when, keen. When you win a number one contenders match, yes, yeah. you guys deserve a crack. Gotta, Twelve you months gotta, later, that yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I think he had a point Psych. that no one was really happy for uh, Tate Rousey three because yeah. Yeah. Tate was outclassed so poorly yeah. in uh, two of them. But I, I do like the appeal of the Holly Home thing, and people have said, you know, what about the long game? What happens if Tate actually wins? But then you've got interest in Tate yeah. uh, Rousey. Then there's a reason for Tate Rousey 3. Correct, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, I would just... That would be the most beautiful thing to see Tate get all fucking smarmy yeah. on Rousey. Because Rousey is just... In, in tough, you saw their um, Tater Tate, so to say. They're what? Tater Tate. It seemed that they were friendly when they walked in. She walked in. It's like, oh, get out of here. Shake hands. That's right. right. She she actually replaced. um, Who did she replace? Kat Zingano. Kat Zingano. Yeah, that's right. Because Zingano was injured. And she's like, what are you doing here? And then Misha Tate was kind of pretending that Rousey was getting pulled. Yeah. Because Dana threatened Rousey that he was going to pull her out. I can't remember what it was over. Something. I'm going to say Probably mum. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. But, um, yeah, no, their relationship deteriorated rather rapidly, you have to say. And just to, to see the shit-eating grin that Tate would have if she had the belt and Rousey was asking for oh, it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It would be, you'd have Instagram posts end to end. There's no way that fight could make it to the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be Jones and Cormier yeah. type deals at yeah. every, oh, you, they've got to be on separate press tours. Yeah. You couldn't have them in the same room. No. Nah. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch, though. Oh, yeah. oh, I would just love... To, like, I think Rousey's brilliant, and I want to see her f- fight for a lot, lot longer yet. But she would be frothing at the mouth trying to just bite Tate's head off at way in, yeah. which would be spectacular to watch. I, I, I would love to see it. Mm. I'd like to see Ronda versus Brian Caraway. They can fight outside there. Misha can judge. But the other um, important fight on this card yeah, for that division is Amanda Nunes versus um, Valentina Shevchenko, who's, I'm assuming, is a big Russian wrestler. I've heard the name before. I think she had a wild fight in the UFC. I think, yeah, we watched yeah. it, one of the other cards recently. Yeah. She might be fighting out of... There you go. Hawthorne. She, right. yeah. she, yeah. she beat uh, Kaufman, which is... You know, I, I thought she's Sarah a legit wrestler. She's still a medalist or something. Was ex-military? Oh, yeah. Sarah McMahon. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that fight. Uh, I thought um, uh, coming into it, I went, I know nothing about this chick, but with a name like Shevchenko, Shif- Sh- yeah. I'm backing her. <laughs> yeah, are you backing her in in this fight against? Uh, yeah, she was impressive in the first one, but yeah. in her first fight against Kaufman. Um, but 
you could see that there was a, little, a touch of nerves or something. Yeah. She wasn't quite getting off on her combos. Yeah. Um, so I reckon second time, second run. And I reckon right. the, the Russian... Nunes is no, no... You're right. She wasn't getting her combos off clean, but she was still throwing punches in bunches so well. And with the Russian-backed um, supplements program, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a red-hot chance. Yeah, fighting in Vegas might make it harder. Maybe it was that mythical first time in the octagon people talk about, you know, yeah. the jitters of the, the first time in the, the big show. Cage. Yeah, well, I remember that in my first white belt tournament. It's uh, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I handled it, though. Don't go full spastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lie, actually. My first fight at white belt, I remember it went for about 2 minutes 30, and I was done. I was yeah, just so it. tired. <laughs> yeah. And, like, literally... I won with by uh, submission, and I think I was up, you know, eighteen points to nil. So I dominated the fight. I was done. I was spent. I had nothing left. Um, the other fight I like is uh, Jim Miller and Diego Sanchez. You just talked Damn. about Diego. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's an interesting one, isn't it? A bit of an old school one now. Yeah. I'm, on, yeah. I'm on Diego for that one. Well, you know, he's uh, he's going to give it everything. He always does. Uh, hmm. uh, look. I, I'll say this about Diego. He looks like he's suffered some damage when <laughs> you get him on the, the microphone and you can... <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so I, I hope that he's, uh, I hope he's safe. It's also. I, I wouldn't say he's fallen from great heights, though. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the microphone work. Yeah. Yeah. He, he seems like one of those guys could punch himself smart. Like he takes one hit, he turns <laughs> dumb, takes one hit, gets back to normal, which the difference is very minor. Very minor. Um, it's going to be interesting, Tom Lawler as well. I've got a oh, feeling. Like Tom Lawler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't this his first fight for a while? I'm just going to check this here because I don't know. He had one like, recent, uh, like recently. Oh, there you go. Uh, July. Okay, yeah. six months. Okay. Yeah, so, but before that, if yeah. you have a look, 2013. Like, uh, yeah, he he, yeah. he hasn't been super active in the last three yeah. years. So, so well, just, he's had one round in the last three, one and a bit. In the last three years, because um, I was thinking he's one of the guys that loves to dress up for the for the weigh-ins. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's entertaining. Too. I like. Yeah. So the Reebok deal, I thought this is this would be his second fight since the Reebok deal. It, it's really yeah. curving his style. I'm surprised yeah. he's going to retire after this. He's <laughs> yeah. just cramping his style too much. He can still get away with some uh, piss farting about though. He can try. Oh. Well, he was the guy that did the um, protein shake. No, no. He, he did the the Dan Seven uh, knockoff with the mustache. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, he'd always yeah, do yeah. a homage to Buckethead yeah, yeah. to someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah, um, it was always really interesting. But I remember he spoke about it. and He was like, he was really pissed off because he had one lined up that he yeah. always wanted to do. I can't remember who it was, but it was it was going to be an awesome one. Anderson Silva coming with a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other one was here about Cerrone, who got fined for. He had a little bit of his old shorts and yeah. sewed onto his Reebok thing. He got fined for that. Ray Nelson was an interesting one who, for the open workouts, got his kid on the mat yep. who had the sponsorship shirt on. So right. technically, it's not him in the sponsorship shirt, but his Smart. little kid's there rolling around. And I think the uh, Dana had a word to him afterwards. But Cerrone got fined like five, six grand or something, something like that. for that one. Wow. Which is basically his Reebok check for that fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cerrone didn't give a fuck. No. <laughs> He's a cowboy. Yeah, someone suggested that they get that little patch tattooed onto him. <laughs> He's like, you know what? That's not a bad can't, idea. Can't blur that out live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd like to see somebody test that. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that is going to be interesting, this will be the first time Anderson Silva won't be wearing his yellow um, B. Uh, yeah, B-trokes. that's interesting. So that's going to be interesting to see. Well, you never know. He might still wear it. True. He, or, true. I don't know if he has the, the Connor rule Yeah, um, yeah. for him. Yeah. I was a fan of that. Like, I think they should allow the fighters a lot more individuality than what they're giving. Are you yeah. saying the Reebok deal's 
bad. Oh, Don't look. be a goof. <laughs> well, <laughs> even with the goof. deal as they have it, surely there's an option for more than two sets of shorts. Well, you see now Rockhold sponsored by Adidas. So they're starting to come in, you know. Well, we've talked about this market. before. Adidas being the, the parent company, it, may, it would be a very smart way to make Reebok test the waters kind of thing and make the fuck-ups, and yeah. they have. And then Adidas come in like, all right, kids, all so, right. So Reebok is the scapegoat. Sell the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's where they can get everyone's uh, nepotistic hires to you know, cut their teeth on it and then they can fuck them off to, I don't know, the volleyball section of Reebok sponsorship and <laughs> let the big boys play. Because yeah. Adidas are involved in wrestling, judo, like they've got a, a martial arts yeah. uh, sector, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. it would make sense to me that they get involved. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a big company, sure. I mean, they even sponsored Corn. So That's right. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Remember awesome. John Davis had Adidas um, kilt, Adidas <laughs> stripes down the side and shit. They must have sold hundreds of them. (laughs) (laughs) Flying off the shelves, they did. But they sponsored skaters as well for a while. So they're they're pretty open to testing different markets and that. You just reminded me too, since um, Reebok have obviously got the deal with UFC now, which has forced Tapout to go. They can't uh, advertise anymore. You know who Tapout are sponsoring now? No. The official outfitter of the WWE. Really? Yeah. Are they really? I think that's, yeah. interesting. that's, that's really that's good for them move. because yeah. the sort of people that would go and watch WWE are the sort of people that would wear tap-out gear. Yeah, well, I was going to say... I'll, say, I'll say there's a lot of hate for the tap-out gear, but the original like guys mm. that started it up were massive mm. MMA fans. Yeah, and great they, stories. Yeah, it's yeah. Some, yeah, go on Google it or whatever to check yeah. it out. But it, it's look, it's sad to see the uh, what has become of the, well, yeah. the whole the, tap-out The image, image and yeah. uh, corporate branding they wanted... Uh, to sort of move sideways. But then again, they got to be millionaires out of it. Correct, so, they made yeah. money. Yeah. And, you know, look, uh, we've said many times, we'll fucking sell out in a second if someone offers <laughs> us a million dollars. We'll, we'll plug Reebok, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Reebok are awesome, give me a million. I'll give you a tip, you get change from your million too. You'll <laughs> <laughs> sell out. You get, a lot of, you get a comma back, I think. Never mind change. Won't take a million. Um, well, we'll, st- we'll negotiate from there. Yeah, it was, it was interesting though that I saw that. Um, I thought, yeah. It is interesting. Well, there you go. It's, it's a shame that Roddy Rowdy Piper's gone because then you could have tap out uh, kilts as well. Could yeah. have competed with, uh. um, with the corn ones. Yeah. Um, the other fight card coming up is Brisbane. I'm glad that we're getting you know a couple of fights in Australia each year. Yeah. And it means we get to see more of the Australian fighters, which are actually getting a bit of a reputation now. <laughs> yeah. Australian with, yeah. with uh, a bit of air quotes around it. When they're winning, Asterix. they're Australians. Yeah. The Gold Coast yeah. Australians. <laughs> Speaking of asterisks, Hector Lombard, he's got a number of asterisks next yeah. to his name. But um, he, he's back against Neil Magny. That's yeah. a tough fight for both of them. One, Hector, it's a tough fight because they're going to be testing him. Yeah. yeah. And Neil Magny because Hector's, you know, Hector. a, a freak. Well, and you've got the uh, adopted Aussie and Ross Pearson as well. well uh, yeah, he misses his Aussie. Yeah. He's hot yeah. as fuck. Former Ringo. Yeah. Or it could yeah. be current Ringo, actually, for all I know. And I then, you, then you've got the Aussie that people keep trying to palm off to other countries in Beck Rawley. <laughs> <laughs> she's there. She is the most Aussie one on the country. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. <laughs> like, as soon as she opens her mouth, you're like Queensland. I'm like, yep. Yeah, she, she doesn't put on an act. Yeah, no, I, no. I was thinking like Salisbury or something like that. <laughs> I'm shocked she actually has a martial art next to her name. It's not just 
Martial arts style. Scrag. Scrag fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, to be fair to her, she was sort of the one that got into legitimate mainstream um, exposure for her Invicta fight. I think she was on the project yeah. in that. And yeah, she did She did get a bit of uh, publicity. Yeah. And she'd never say no to a fight. She was yeah. uh, often yeah. a late call-up. And, yeah. and she turned up in the, uh, the women's netball uh, uniform. Yeah. yeah. The Australian, like with the yellow top and yeah. green bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, to be honest, uh, some of the women's netballers probably... Wish they had that figure, but um, yeah, she she gave it her all and she got where she wanted to get. Yeah, because I remember so, seeing it, it like the first positive um, mixed martial arts story I've seen in Australian media. Mm. Usually, it was still the old human cockfighting yeah. bullshit angle. Yeah, well, I remember with the the tough season she was in, there was her and uh, Astro Girl, who were the two Australians. Yeah, and with Astro Girl, you're always like. Sweetheart, you're, you're an astrophysicist. You can probably move do, away from do something yeah. else. Yeah, <laughs> move away from this, and you know, continue with your day job. With Beck Rawlings, you're like, sweetheart, this is as high as you get. This is it, it, love. <laughs> Keep in there, girl. You've made it. <laughs> you, this is your backup plan. <laughs> Winning the lotto was the first one, um, and workers' comp was the second one. But uh, yeah, couldn't get a job. We'll get to the main event in a minute. But um, gee, there's a who's who it's of a pretty good card. It's, it's, like, it's brilliant good. for Australian fighters. For Australian, it's got a lot of Australian fighters on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richard Walsh versus Viscardi Andretti. I'm not going to pretend right. I know everything about these fighters, but based on their photos alone, <laughs> uh, it's going to be one that they seem like the sort of guys that will punch the shit out of each other and then grab a beer afterwards and then have another crack at it and then have another beer. It's going to be very interesting. How old is Richie Walsh these days? 28, I think. I'll, I'll check out on that. 27. 27. Uh, there you go. I thought he was a lot older than that. But he's been around a bit, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, coming off a win. It'd be yeah. good to see a couple of these fighters um, actually fight in America for a change. Like, Because yeah. it, it is a little bit of, uh, let's call it Anthony Parosh syndrome, which is, you know, <laughs> USC comes to Australia. Yeah. Who, who do you want to fight? You know, we, we've found someone for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not a knock against Parosh. I mean, fucking hell, he had a great career. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, yeah. He just retired as well. Just, yeah. Yeah. just recently. Yeah. Uh, you can't knock him. And look, being willing to, to fight anyone, which is what Parosh would do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you can't, can't uh, floor a bloke for having that much courage. Yeah. I got floored a couple of times, but well, you can't fault. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, who I feel sorry for is Ben, ben 10. Um, because <laughs> I thought, you know, he's coming with the great yeah, um, social media. You know, everyone's seen the video of him fighting the uh, the tattooed face dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah everyone's seen that. It's... Pretty much got a UFC contract off the back of that. Yeah. And then they put him in against Justin Scoggins. And Justin Scoggins' last fight, um, what was it, three weeks ago or two yeah, weeks ago? Yeah, It was one of the most disciplined fights I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, he did everything. You, you could see the plan in every move he made. Yeah. yeah. Um, on that card there you go when was it it was yeah 10 days ago Feb 6 yeah. so it's two weeks ago yeah. um, and I think he said he's, he's going to win the belt this year um, which okay that's I think there's nothing wrong with saying that kind of stuff yeah. yeah. and he knows it's not like I'm not going to ch- challenge the champion next week Yeah. you know I want to do it by the end of the year Yeah. yeah. Um, but the way he approached that fight you could see how everything was planned and he stuck to the plan to the absolute letter yeah, um, I thought okay. As soon as if he gets a couple more fights, he's going to be so dangerous. He's going to be such a threat in that division. Well, the thing is, too, like you're saying, he's disciplined. He's not in a hurry. Um, no. He is okay with dominating the whole fight and taking it to the judges, as long as he's dominating. And he was dominating mm. that fight from the get go. Like um, 
you know, everyone loves to see the knockout and or the the submission, even if a fight is dominating. But it does take a disciplined mind to go, hey, things are going pretty well. I'll take yes for an answer. As long as you're not right like a Jacare Souza and think you're winning when the judges disagree. <laughs> Always a risk. Well, yeah. yeah, that is the risk. But when you've, you know you've definitely won yeah, yeah. three rounds, yeah. you can sort of, uh, well, take the easy option, I suppose. That um, doesn't involve getting knocked out. Do you know anything about uh, Johnny... Ooh. Johnny Case. Johnny Case. Yeah, he's uh, 26. He's six foot one, 155 pound. See if I scroll past the screen, you can, see read, you can still uh, do it. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't no, know. Any, I don't know anything about him. Jeez. Sounds like he's got yeah. an impressive record. He fought but, Rick uh, Glenn back in yeah. October 2012. So I'm going to say he's got a long uh, win streak. Yeah, but he's up against the Celtic kid. You've got to be a big Jakey Matthews fan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hope he wins. Um, I don't know. Uh, like if you're asking a bookie who says the favourite, but I'd like to see uh, Jake Matthews win. Yeah. yeah. He's only young too. Um, was he 20? 20 yeah, something, yeah. yeah. He had that loss against James Vick, but yep. I thought it was a really entertaining fight for the round and a half it went for. Got caught in the guillotine. Yeah, it was yeah. a sweet guillotine yeah. too. But he was pretty disappointed in himself, guys. You know, I was showboating a bit and I was pretty pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I liked about the fight. You were there, you were ready, entertain the crowd. He's 20. Yeah, he's exactly. coming off a win on the the, the Melbourne card. Yes, he uh, is. So, yeah, we're good to see how he goes here, and like you say about a lot of the Australian fighters, see whether they can get a, a, a go yeah. in the states. So, yeah. I think him and Robbie Whitaker are the two that have got that potential. Yeah, to really Robbie do Whitaker's something. up there. Like he's top ten now. So that yeah. fight against Uriah Hall. Uh, yeah, yeah, Uriah, Uriah, Uriah Hall, Hall yeah. who just beat Masasi. So yeah, I mean yeah. that's a big win, impressively too. Yeah, yeah, that's that- right. I, I that think was, for yeah. a three round fight, I think that was one of the most tense decision wins I've ever seen. Like yeah. it was just it was always on the action yeah. in that fight. It was a great fight to watch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I want another, to... another tough one, Dan Kelly. Yeah, uh, against look, Bootface. Against, mm. <laughs> I want Dan Kelly to win because he's Australian, but uh, he's yeah. against a, a young. Yeah, legit, so. legit jiu-jitsu world yeah. champion. Yeah, he's cut down a lot of weight too. Yeah, yeah. He's remember heavy, that photo? He, was he a heavyweight? He was, yeah, he was heavyweight. Um, fire. I remember he he came to Perkins. Were you guys yep. there? Really? Uh, just after. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, I roll. I roll with him. And, awesome. Oh, yeah, he's a big, strong guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was in a gear, so it's not like he was throwing punches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I tried my go-to sweep on him. I had this really good um, Delaheva sweep, and he just like, I don't know, he just like danced around it. I wasn't even there. <laughs> like he was a world champion. Yeah, like he was a world champion, yeah. living up to that world champion reputation. So, it's funny how they do that. Uh, yeah, tough. I, I don't know. It, look, tough fight for both of them, but hopefully it's a good one to watch. Well, and then you got, yeah, like you say, on the other side of it, Dan Kelly, who, what, is he a three or a four-time Olympian? Yeah. You know, something yeah. ridiculous like that, uh, it's, which is amazing in itself yeah. to you know go to the Olympics. Let's say it's four times. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, Ask Mal Banks. I think yeah. He, yeah. And then, not only, so there's, you know, 16 years or, or 12 years of um, competition. Yeah. And then to have an MMA career after that. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Still going. Um, his knees are buggered as well. He's sort of, of just it is. taped together. Yeah. But still going there, giving yeah, it his he all. Does, he does have a bit of tape. I on think that. he's he's got a he's got two kids and I think one of his young lads is quite sick or yeah. has a, you know, a condition or whatever that right. requires a, a fuckload of yep. care and whatnot. that. Um that um, so I saw it on the news, um, yep. but I also saw that both his kids were wearing Hawthorne Guernseys. So, yeah, yeah. You've got to get get behind Dan Kelly for this one. Put it this way: if it wins, it's the biggest win of his career. Yeah, uh, yeah, quite but possibly. It, yep. But it almost stalls uh, Antonio Carlos. Yeah, because I'd like to see him uh, do well as well. So I don't know how you 
Uh, unanimous draw. There you go. No. Unanimous draw. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a middleweight that fight as well. Which I, is a big drop for Blueface coming down from heavyweight into to middle. Yeah, and look, I don't know how this whole, um, you know, no IV things, I don't know how that works yeah. for everyone. But um, yeah, look, hopefully they all make uh, weight healthy and things like that. It is interesting to see how they're going to cope with it. And I think that's half the reason Connor's gone up. Yeah, because I don't, it was one of those ones where I think it might have been against... Um, uh, Chad Mendes, yeah, and he had an altercation with um, Uriah, Uriah Faber, yeah. And Mystic Mac looked like a freaking skeleton, yeah. Didn't he? He yeah. just looked sucked out so bad. And I thought, ooh, that, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the IV helps, uh, but I don't know how he, he managed to do it for the Aldo fight. But yeah. maybe he changed his camp going in, knowing it's, that he couldn't IV. So it's funny that we were talking earlier about Shane Carwin when he was. Um, doing his answer Q&A's on, uh, on Reddit and he was saying yeah. the fight against Lesnar like he did not feel good at all yeah. like he said the um, the weight cut just took too much out of him he's just yeah. dehydrated and he said yeah, on the day of the fight he's coming in and he's all amped up and everything and he starts sweating and then it just stops sweating because he had yeah. nothing, nothing left, left. Yeah. and he went and that's why he you said, know that's tough when you got to it's 265 pounds yeah. like, yeah. and he cut to that my god mm. he, he, said, he walks around at 280 he said he's fucking Neanderthal Jeez. for sure yeah. Yeah. those Neanderthal that's jeans big dude yeah and to be honest that fight probably could have been stopped too when he was belting the shit out of Lesnar he said mm. I need to stop this because I can't go yeah. and I think he made it to the end of the first round and he went to the corner and went I can't feel my legs yeah <laughs> oh my gosh right. and then alright you can't feel your legs go in and fight Brock Lesnar for another yeah. five minutes see mm. how that goes there's actually a rumour that he's wanted to come back it, thinking I don't think it's a rumour probably broke not a rumour at all really mm. yeah and he got divorced as well so you know oh, broke kind of goes with gotta that. pay for that yeah <laughs> but he is just massive you remember seeing the his hands like you yeah. saw Brock's hands yeah. I mean, Brock's huge and Carwin's were like like Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they had to get special gloves for Brock, uh, XL fives or whatever. Yeah, but they had to get extra again for yeah, Carwin. Yeah, Carwin. Yeah, crazy. Um, James Tahoon is fighting again. Did he have a little layoff? Um, not Cur- sure. Courtesy of the uh, the medicals. Maybe he did. I can't actually remember. I couldn't tell you. I know he's um, training with Hunt. So actually, Hunt looks pretty slim down too. He did. He did he look all right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. He might not even need to cut weight. He might be like yeah. uh, Roy Nelson. Yeah. Uh, walking actually, in the trackie. Yes. He's coming under. Wow. Have a look at his uh, the last three fights that Tahuna's had. Yeah. Well, he's fought some some monsters. But, yeah, yeah. Some like really talented. So. Jeez, it's not many people that uh, remain on the UFC roster with uh, four losses in a row, though. Four yeah. first round. I was gonna say his last three losses have been in the first round. Yeah. Well, if you're going to lose, losing in spectacular fashion is better than grinding <laughs> out a decision loss, you'd say. Yeah. Like, uh, they've shown time and time again that uh, fighters that actually come in and want to fight will be, uh, they'll have more chances than guys that are wanting to grind out. Yeah. Uh, like um, Josh Koshek. Yeah. He, he was bouncing off the canvas uh, so often, but the fact that he was willing to sell a fight and willing to fight in a fight yeah. uh, kept his career going. Headbutted the shit out of GSP. Well, then remember, um, oh, the English guy who punched him after the bell, uh, Paul Daly. Paul, Paul Daly. Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one time when everyone thought Koshek was the prick, and then yeah. that happened. They're <laughs> like, "Whoa, hang such on. a nice guy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sides. We've all felt like punching Josh Koshek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to fight again in Bellator. So. Oh, are they are really? They? Yeah. 
be that'll be interesting for somebody. Well, you know, it's pretty much the only fight Bellator have got left to sell off of the back of the UFC. You know, after that, they're on their own trying to create their own hype. <laughs> what do you mean? I told you, Lieben's just signed. <laughs> they did have a big sign and they got uh, Ben Henderson. Yeah, that's huge. And the toothpick. Huge, yeah. yeah. And his toothpick. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Why the UFC didn't jump on Ben Henderson more, I have no idea. Well, apparently uh, they gave him a big offer if he got the belt. Yeah. And I think there was... That's right. I remember reading that. Almost um, right. Yeah, almost Back a bit of a slap. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, but uh, I love this main event though, Hunt versus Mir, um, because I love the build-up they've had to it. <laughs> yeah, they're like best mates. They going are. Everywhere. The radio interviews you're that talking was awesome. about. It was even yeah. before that, right? One, yeah, they had the what was that? A compliment off? Yeah, yeah. that's right. The radio. Well, I don't think anyone could genuinely dislike Mark Hunt. <laughs> right. Like uh, yeah. the, his story, going from Dana White going, "Mate, I'd rather buy out your contract than have you yeah. fight again," to being. Well, not quite. Well, he fought for the belt. Fought for the oh, belt. Yeah. He did fought fight for the, the belt. belt. And was winning that fight. Yeah. Until he copped a knee to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, you know, that's a lot of people who cop a knee to the face can say that. But, um, and Frank Mir could have been absolutely anything with a few, uh, a few little things that went his way. Like yeah. if Uber was invented earlier. <laughs> if he had yeah. done the long jump off his bike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's one of the guys that I've loved watching fight because he can finish, you know, in so many different ways. And, yeah. uh, his he, finish a big knock. Yeah, uh, not just finished him, but... By fist and uh, by snapping his, his arm. arm. Yeah, Broke his arm. I mean, he has a submission victory over big knock and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yep. Not a bad effort. Yep. Two, two broken limbs as well. He's busted yeah. submissions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Silver. Uh, yeah, Tim, Tim Silver. Silver. Mm. I remember that Ooh. one because Shaq was at that fight. Yeah. And when the, the ref called it, I, I want to say it was Herb Dean, but I could be wrong. It was Herb Dean. I think it was. Yep. Um, I think it was. Everyone's gone, boo, and Shaq's there like, boo. And they show the close-up the of the replay, arm, and yeah. you see it. It's on, it's on, pop. Yeah. And the ulna and radius snap. And <laughs> Tim Silver's there like, I'll keep fighting, I don't yeah, care. I'll keep yeah. going. Like, <laughs> Man, you're he's still crazy after he shat his pants, so... <laughs> 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 That's true. Who are you on for this one? Uh, I'm on for the puns, because there's a few ones there. Like, <laughs> frank, frankly, I think someone's going to win. Look for Mark Hunt to hunt for something. He's in the hunt. Uh, look, I... He'll leave his mark. Ah, oh, he'll yeah. leave, see, he, he's just a mi- keeps on giving. Yeah. He's he's a mere man though. Oh, <laughs> look at this! Look, I reckon um, if it ever goes to the ground, uh, Frank Mir. Uh, but I think both of them like to stand up and punch each other, yeah. and it could go either way. Uh, both of them have got knockout wins, but um, it's just hard to knock out Mark Hunt, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think I it's even is. really that possible. I think you have to cheat. You have to roundhouse kick him to the head, apparently. I was going to say, yeah. JDS is, is the it's only way. Yeah, but JDS yeah. is like... Or a knee to the face. A shaved beer that's not very well shaved. Yeah. And Frank Mir, he's one of the few top-flight fighters who doesn't have a nickname. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah good well, for a while. well, Frank, yeah. we'll help you out here. We'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm a bit. <laughs> um, you know, maybe, Frank, I should not ride motorcycles, Mir. <laughs> opening offer, like we're willing to start a dialogue here. How about Frank? I look like Bear Majira on steroids, Mir. <laughs> well, reckon, the, Frank the Goaty, Mir. He's always had a go. <laughs> he's got the tattoo across the belly. We can call him the Cuz. Yeah. The only thing is, after seeing all the um, UFC embedded or the countdowns, where everyone is just Frank Mir shooting assault rifles in the desert because <laughs> he has to protect his family. I'm scared to make any jokes about yeah. Frank. <laughs> I heard he does enjoy uh, the Frank firearms. Doomsday yeah. Prepper Mir. But the thing yeah. is, it's always like as if being a bad motherfucker that breaks through his limbs isn't good enough. 
you got to have firearms. Yeah, but so you've got to protect your family. Got it. It's Frank Bang Bang Mir. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're living somewhere work? where you bang, need bang. an assault rifle to protect your family, just move. You know? <laughs> Australia. Yeah. He awesome. seems like the sort of guy where you'd be having a beer with him and you'd be feeling great. Everyone's having fun. But as soon as someone says something and he goes quiet, you're like, all right, time to go. Yeah. Go on, go on home. Fuck this. Yeah. Things about to kick off. I actually do really like Frank Mir's uh, analysis when he's not fighting. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He, he did some commentary for... Fuck. Who was it? I can't remember one of the events. It might have been UFC or it might have been a grappling event, but he was really, really good. Um, I think it was one Metamorris, wasn't it? Could have been. I can't remember. I don't remember him doing a Metamorris. I could be wrong. I think he Maybe commentates for uh, uh, a UFC... Uh, not uh, an MMA... Um, he does the um, the fight uh, companions. Uh, he does a panel show as well. Oh, right. he, he did okay. do some though, some commentary for a something. mixed martial arts organization. Yeah, it's one of the the low ones. Might have been, it might be World Series of Fighting I, or something. Yeah, I, I can't tell you what yeah. it is, but yeah. I find him a lot better than Brian Stan. Yeah, um, yeah. Whereas Mir, I find, won't fill uh, fill air. He'll, yeah. he'll only say what he means to say. He won't yeah, right. uh, stretch things out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's him and Dominic Cruz to bring us the future of analysis. Well, I think Dominic Cruz is uh, daylights behind Dominic Cruz. Yeah, uh, I'm, his still, analysis I'm still a Bass Rutten fan. Yeah, well, the worst thing about, about <laughs> Dominic Cruz is they actually got him on board to <laughs> do analysis for the McGregor auto fight. Of course, gets knocked down the first punch. You're like, well, <laughs> fucking, that's Andy, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they're all excited about that too. The, the I first was excited time about it. It's going to be the three man commentary yeah. team for it. I was it. like, this is going to be awesome. You're going to have Rogan with someone who we can actually. Say something too intelligently. <laughs> well, yeah, he understands what fighting is. Yeah. You know, Matt Hughes and his brother used to bang each other behind the barn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to miss Goldie when he's gone. Yeah, I will absolutely, 100. <laughs> percent What happened to him and uh, NFL? Like he, he tried to? Did he try and uh, commentate NFL? There was something about that. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone across that story? I think uh, I watched the Super Bowl. Did it go well? Or? I remember I think the... it went shit house. Oh, like, okay. Really bad, apparently. <laughs> I got to say, I remember there were lots of rumours about it, um, and then I think he did uh, one Monday Night Football or something like that. Some of that, and he's still doing UFC, so I think that okay, gives you a fair right. idea of where that went. Say no more. Mm. Yeah. So we can we can put Frank Bang Bang Mir to to a vote. Yeah, sure, that'll do. Or Frank the Tank. Oh, Frank the Tank. I like or, that. Or Frank Inferta Mir. <laughs> He's got to come out Frank tights, first. Yeah, he's, he's got, he's got to, I tell you, he's already got his theme music picked for him, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that'll put some people off. Like, Big time. Um, yeah, you, you can't threaten fighters anymore. Because, I mean, you can't threaten Mark Hunt. So he's gone the lovey-dovey angle. I'm just saying, go the extra mile. Yeah. Well, that's why it was funny when, it they had, right up. when they had that uh, compliment off on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mark goes to Frank, he's like, you've got really nice teeth. <laughs> Frank's like, yeah, well, fucking, you remember that when you're trying to knock him out. <laughs> what about what about Tim? Frank, Frank Tim Mir. Tim Mir. Tim Mir. But no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm kind of spent. So, yeah. bang bang or the tank. Yeah. Yeah. It is rather tank like. What do you guys think, though? Who do you reckon will take it out? I'm on Mir, to be honest. I think Mir's got too many weapons. Uh, yep. I, if I can see him taking it to the ground as plan A, because if you're fighting Mark Hunt, that's that's your plan. Yeah. Um, and you know, or maybe throwing a hot dog on the ground, uh, waiting for uh, Hunt to get it, and then you know, taking him out. 
Uh, or bribing with KFC, either or. <laughs> the only thing is that Mir has been confident in his boxing and a lot of fights where he was fighting yeah. other strikers. Yeah. And he will get pressed against a cage and he just can't take the hits. Mm. Like even when he's trying to block him, you I'd just say, see him get through and... I'd say can't take them anymore. I think he's yeah. gotten worse. Oh, I don't think anybody gets better at getting no. punches, do they? At heavyweights. I, I don't know Not why... Uh, look, I, I don't know what uh, Hunt's record is, but surely everyone's it's game 11, plan 11 is... 10, 11 and 10. Yeah. Take him down and submit him. But yeah. that doesn't seem to happen. Well, he, he is quite good at basing. Yeah, like he, yeah. obviously he must have good takedown defense, but... Um, Which is pretty much uh, squat. I'm just yeah, trying so to think. I don't remember him getting submitted yeah. very often. Uh, Fedor. Fedor well, submitted him, I'm pretty sure, in pro. Let's, let's be fair. Fedor submitted a lot of people. I would have, I would have thought, um, you know, it would have, there would have been a, a few more submission losses for him. But, there you go. Um, 2010 was the last time he submitted. There you go. Yeah. Musasi. Gerard uh, Musasi fought him. Uh, Jesus Sean Christ. McCorkle. Uh, yeah, so that that was in Dream. They had some uh, odd. Uh, they had yeah. some odd weight classes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is Japan, guys. So. Uh, I think they were on the honesty system there <laughs> yeah, right. for a lot of it. You tell uh, us what you weigh, and we'll, we'll go with that. Well, you know, the freak show I'd, division. Yeah. It's a bit harsh. They were very well organised. They even knew who was going to win before the fight had started. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, look, I, I reckon again, I, I, you're looking for just a, a good fight, um, and I'd be happy with either one winning. Yeah. 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 I, there's no bad guy in this yeah fight. exactly yeah. yeah which is why I like that their build up it hasn't been oh fuck you no fuck yeah. you it's you don't need yeah I to. think it's been refreshing but but interesting so yeah. Yeah. the fight sells itself I'd still yeah. say if it goes beyond the the second round it's Mears I think he's got the better conditioning by far yeah you say that. I I agree but it, just to do devil's advocate he did do five rounds with Bigfoot yeah. was a couple yeah. of years ago though yeah oh he slimmed down and look. Doing five rounds with Bigfoot is no small thing. Don't get me wrong. Especially, Especially the way they do it. Yeah. to the tits. No, <laughs> fucking hell. Remember his testosterone level was three million to one post-fight. Yeah, I think it was they Silverback did. Gorilla. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm on Mir. Um, and I'm getting good odds at the moment. Hunt's the, I think, $1.84 favourite. Really? Yeah, Mir's paying like $2.90. Yeah, local audience. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Which, that. you know, makes it good if you're wanting to get a little bit of value yeah I think I'm on Hunt but it's going to be whether Mir can take him down and he doesn't put his back to the yeah. cage which has been his big fault fighting strikers so, while Hunt is the favourite uh, Hunt by submission was about 40 to 1 yeah it's mm. not going to happen um, yeah that's not happening I wonder <laughs> if it's going to if it's the small cage or the large a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, 
cage. Like, because that could yeah. make a difference. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. That's if a it's a point. small cage and he can clinch, well, yeah, he's a fucking reinforced one. Yeah. Mir's got a better chance. Yeah. But, yeah, be interesting to see. Yep. Do you reckon Mir's just going to run around in circles for the first round? Mir's not that, he's not that nah, keen to run. Nah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he likes to walk forward and keep his head yep. still. Yeah. And has he changed stances now as well? He did, because uh, he had a new striking coach. Yeah. He said, you're striking so fucked up, it's easier just to teach you as a southpaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember there was talk of him changing his stance, and uh, he came out and uh, and uh, knocked someone out. Yeah. Quite spectacularly after Looked changing. pretty light on his feet was, too. But, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. He does have a sort of guy, though, that he doesn't seem to take it as seriously as he probably could. Like, he seems just sort of wondering, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I guess I'll fight. Yeah, here we go. Oh. And then once he's in the cage, he's switched on, but... He just seems, I don't know, like he's he, mentally checked out sometimes. He's also, he's not an animal fighter either. He's calculated yeah, yeah, in yeah. a cage. You're right, he's switched on, but he's not, you know, I'm going to run through him, I'm going to kill him. Well, yeah. the only time I remember seeing that was the first fight with Lesnar, where he was he felt disrespected uh, yeah. by this pro wrestler coming into his, yeah. his uh, domain and then proceeded to leg lock him in and get the, the win. You can't fucking knee bar. <laughs> yeah, got the return fight, you know, it didn't have such a good showing, but... And you ate his strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're getting close to wrapping it up there. Sure, so, no um, before we let you go, uh, Liam, um, since you are our official legal correspondent now and you made us do the Essendon um, Asada case, <laughs> in a word, how's our appeal going to go? Uh, well, look, I didn't even know uh, what the story is. You're telling me they're Just appealing? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, 100% yeah. chance of getting up. I think um, I, th- I think their their case is whatever the Latin word is for yeah nah <laughs> yerius narius <laughs> we have it officially there is I'm running with that I can't prove it wrong all right thanks for coming Lynn thank you see you guys yep. cheers ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 